and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. You could be almost anywhere in the world if your state's still not on quarantine or lockdown, whatever you want to call it. But you're right here with me, and I most certainly appreciate y'all for that. Thank y'all for joining. If you enjoy the content, if you enjoy the live streams, if you enjoy this channel, go ahead to hit, hit the like button on this video and also subscribe to the channel if you're not subscribed already. And when you subscribe, click the bell so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. There's a whole lot of stuff going on right now. I'm not really sure where to begin. I guess we could start with this whole thing with the, uh, you got, you got Chaz Seattle still going on. They say that Chaz stands for Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. How about crack, heroin, amphetamine zone? How about that? Same thing, ain't it? I got all kind of videos to show you guys that is uh, uh, videos of things that are happening right now in the crack, heroin, amphetamine zone, aka Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, aka Antifa Stand, aka Friattle, <laughs> the Friattle Exclusion Zone. We'll talk about all of that in a minute. Also, we just had the news of the Atlanta police shooting. This is really hot all over the internet. People are saying, uh, what, the, the officer shouldn't have done it, need to get locked up. The police chief, if I'm not mistaken, of Atlanta uh, resigned, didn't get fired, but resigned. Uh, this is a whole bit crazy mess. From what I've read in the video, yes, video that I saw, it appears to be justified. We're talking about the Chappelle 846 special, Gone with the Wind, and a whole lot more on tonight's episode of abo live and again i thank y'all for joining i most certainly appreciate you guys if you like the content if you like what you're hearing if you like all of what's happening right here on the channel hit the like button on the video also share and if you're not subscribed yet go ahead and do so this show was also available on an audio streaming platform whatever you have whether it be google play stitcher anchor uh, spotify itunes whatever you have for your audio streaming platform it's available on there absolutely free there's a link for that in the description box and take it to the anchor page but from anchor you're able to go to wherever you want to go to you can also just search on the platform of your choice and go straight to where you want to go and do it that way Alrighty. but again thank you all for joining i couldn't be i want when we nowhere else but with y'all right here on the channel Alrighty. Let me see. AM says a full SWAT team in Florida resigned. Not surprised. You know what? Let's talk about um, <laughs> somebody says, can you grow crack? I bet you them people in Antifa stand going to try to grow it. Did you see that? Hold on. Okay. Let's talk about Chaz a little bit and then I'll talk about the Atlanta shooting. Okay. I'll talk about Chaz first and then the more like the the more recent news i guess that it'd be the atlanta shooting we'll get to that but first let's talk about Chaz. now like i said this is that little um commune or camp or whatever you want to call it in free idle aka seattle i think right now they have a six block radius that they have taken over the east precinct the police precinct it's that over they've abandoned that so that's gone uh the 911 response rate has tripled and People that live right there are in danger. You get all kind of just crackheads, uh, dangerous, you know, you know, you might have sex offenders, all kind of people that are right in there because are, are they doing any kind of background checks? Are they doing drug tests? Now they, they got that little border with the little, um, the, the fake Jersey wall type thing. And they're trying to guard it with guns at night. 
but that's not really protecting it all that well. So let's look at some of the videos. Let me see if I can pull one up right quick. I think this is kind of important. Um, let me see. Which one do I want to show you guys first? I think I want to show you one. Oh, if you've not seen this one on my Instagram page, you got to check it out. I think I'm going to go to Jack's, um, not Jack Twitter, but Jack Posobit. I'm going to go to his page. There's a few videos on his, but I want to show you guys this one from my Instagrams. And if you don't know, I'm on Instagram.com forward slash Anthony B. Logan. Uh, matter of fact, if you just search on there, ABL, I should come up. Maybe I will. Maybe I don't. But let's see. All righty. And I'll place that on the screen. Give me one second. And where are we at? Oh, here we go. Now, <laughs> if you're not watching, you're just listening. What I'm, what I'm about to play right now is it looks like what well, I know what this is. The people of Chaz up there in Friato tried to make a little community garden. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about if it was going to actually grow anything in a minute. But what I'm seeing right now is um, a big area that they put some cardboard on top of in the grass and they put some dirt on top of that. You're not going to you might be able to grow roaches out of that, but you're not, you're not going to grow no actual plants. OK, you're not going to grow anything out of there. But so they, they, they were trying to expand their farm. They thought they might be able to grow something to eat because there ain't no food in there. They're having to order pieces, but we get to that in a minute. So they're trying to grow stuff. And here comes Mr. Homeless Man to disrupt it. Check it out. So now, you know what? Let me just pause myself. When I say homeless, I mean dope fiend. That's what's going on. What you're seeing right now is a guy high on meth, most likely, or some other kind of drug. But I'm on to bet all the tea in China and my bottom dollar that he's high on meth. So he's doing all types of... I'm not sure what's going on. Is this Krav Maga? Is this um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu? I, I don't know what's going on here, but he's also kind of dance with a couple of, looks like poles. I, I don't know what's happening. So, yeah. He's not doing a very good job of doing the dance because he's high on drugs, obviously. And he, he's totally filthy, like... He has on some sweatpants that are like halfway off his hind parts and his shins from like his ankle up to his knee on in, in the front. His shins are like totally covered in dirt on, on a sweatpants. He's like literally writhing around trying to do halfway dances in the dirt. So that right there, that video, if you were able to see it, that is. Antifa stand as it stands right now. That's what's going on right now. And you know what? I think it's kind of good that they're able to get out there and see this kind of guy. When I say they, I mean people that are there in Antifa stand, the Black Lives Matter protesters, sort of protesters, I say that in quotes, and also the Antifa um, so-called protesters, really anarchists. It's good they're able to go out there and see that because then they see what is out there in the streets. A lot of them live in their basement, basement dwellers never come outside. They don't see this kind of thing. So they're so anti-police, but they don't understand what the police got to deal with. The police got to deal with that ain't that ain't dirt. It's probably not dirt. It's probably something else. Probably some doo doo on the ground. But anyway, um, police got to deal with this guy that you just saw doing his um, meth monkey dance all day every day. Okay, they got to deal with that. And these antifa morons now got to deal with it when they normally call the police 
or running away because police is right there trying to protect them. Now they got to deal with it. And how are they going to deal with it? The the meth uh, warriors have invaded their little camp. And what are they going to do to get them out? Try, try to like wish, hope them away or wish them away. That's not really going to work. Yeah, they, they should cut power, Valerie. Thank, thank you for your donation, Valerie Rogers. Said they should cut the power. The authorities, that is. They should cut the power. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I was thinking about. Thank you, Lowdown49. He's doing Capoeira. Yeah, Capoeira. I've never seen that guy how meth do Capoeira before, but he was trying to do that. Yes, that's what he was doing. Thank you for that. That's what, that's what I, was, I thought it was like Krav Maga or something. That's what it was. Okay. So that's what's going on here. And let me see what else. It's a whole lot of videos from what's happening. And they're saying, oh, well, it's just peaceful. Oh, the one video I saw was really crazy. This came from, this came from, this came from Jenny Durkin, the mayor of Seattle, a.k.a. Freeattle. Let's check it out right quick. Give me one second. And there we go. I don't have to tell you about the situation on the ground in your city, uh, but in terms of how it looks to the rest of the country and the president uh, teeing it up as basically ineptitude, the inability to control your own streets. Is that fair criticism? So I know it will shock you that the president is perhaps not giving an accurate or truthful picture. Um, we've got four blocks in Seattle that you just saw pictures of that is more like a block party atmosphere. It's not an armed takeover. It's not a military junta. A block party. Now, what kind of block party has, you know, dope fiends on Capoeira and dirt, guys with guns, um, insurrection, you're taking over a police station. That's not a block party that I've ever been to. I've never been to a block party where they had the police station taken over or where they had to break into the city hall or where the one of the city council members claimed it as a victory against the quote-unquote establishment. That's not a block party. That's a little something different right there, Ms. Durkin. And you're the mayor. Imagine being a police officer in a city like Freeattle with that kind of leadership. What do you, what can you really do? Um, we will we will make sure that we can restore this, but we have block parties and, and the like in this part of... My man has a flamethrower, a flamethrower right here on the screen. Seattle all the time. It's it's known for that. So I think the president, number one, there is no threat right now to the public. And we're looking, we're taking that very seriously. We're meeting with businesses and residents. But what the president threatened is illegal and unconstitutional. And the fact that he can think he can just tweet that and not have ramifications is just wrong. So, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not sure what she's seeing. If she's just lying or if she's blind, but obviously that's not a block party, nor is it a black party atmosphere. They've already had rapes. They've already had robberies inside the little zone, but for some reason they won't let the police in there. So you got victims of rape and all of that. I mean, what's going on? I think they did let a fire truck in there to put out a dumpster fire, which is crazy. That the symbolism is just unreal. I mean, you can't make it up. And then they had a pizza truck. I mean, a pizza like delivery car come in there to deliver pizzas so delivering off pizza um meth of course hot dogs all kind of stuff like that okay and matter of fact to prove the whole thing about drugs let's take a look at this little list i'll put this on the screen now here's here's what they need right supplies need not supplies needed just supplies need okay you know, that, that, you know, that, that the brilliance, the thousand IQ that exists in this little zone. The first thing is clothes, male pants, male large shirts, belts, men's shoes. Uh, man, I'm offended. 
gender gendered clothing. Now, I won't read through all of them. There's all kind of things on here, like tents, track phone cards, body lotion, body wash, shoes. Okay, that's fine. But the number two thing on the list of supplies need is ice. In parentheses, it says the good kind. I mean, what do you mean the good kind? Crushed ice, cubed ice, sheared ice? What kind of ice do you mean? The good kind? Oh, you mean meth, because meth is also known as ice. Uh, okay, so you, you see what's going on here? A bunch of bunch of dope fiends in this little compound trying to get high, trying to do whatever they want to do. Mixed with some people that think they out there for, you know, the greater good. A lot of these privileged people, and their mind they're privileged. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. But you know what? I don't want to say privileged. What I want to say is people that don't understand the world, naive people, that's better. Naive people, they're going out there to these little rallies thinking that they're doing a great thing. They're helping the world. And they're, you know, forwarding a better cause. But really all they're doing is just facilitating drug use, rape, robbery, insurrection, the whole nine yards. Okay. They think they are like Martin Luther King Jr. But they're so naive. They don't understand what they're doing or what's going on. Before they know it, you have General Butt Naked, you know, beating them in the head with a lead pipe, talking about go over there, guard the perimeter. It's like, how did that get here? I was trying to be a freedom fighter. I was trying to be helping out with justice and Black Lives Matter and all this and that. Now, nah, go over there, guard the perimeter. You know, you, you got some money, give me some money. Call your parents, tell them give you some money. Before they know it, that'll be going on because it's so naive, they don't understand that. It is what it is. Yeah, they want it also in a little list that they want. They want uh, personal fans, bedding and comforters. I'm not sure where they're going to sleep at. Are they going to just put a mattress on the ground with, with a blankie on the <laughs> they, they, they want their blankie for real. Um, what else? Zip ties, uh, backpacks, reusable bags. Uh, one, the, the funniest one was um, they went Gatorade and electrolyte powder. <laughs> electrolyte powder. So I guess when the, the, the soy uh, power wears off or when the meth wears off, you need to get re, um, re replenished. You got to get rehydrated, right? Oh, okay. I get it. So you got to have electrolyte powder. That's what's going on. I, I'm with it 100%. All righty. <laughs> we, we're good to go. Okay. But thank you all again for being here. Most certainly appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. Share the video as well. Do all that good stuff for me. That'll help me out tremendously. Let me see. Who they're asking for supplies? I, who, who knows? <laughs> Whoever can come through and drop some off. Let me see. <laughs> the car one says, ABL, you don't understand their pain. <laughs> well, you know what? You're right about that. I don't understand the pain of heroin withdrawal. I do not understand that pain. I'm not a dope fiend. So you're 1,000% you're correct. I'm not a drug addict like... 90% of them are. That's what's, the, that's what's going on. And this is why I'm so anti-drug because when, when you have free addle, it's kind of let's drugs take hold and do whatever they want to do. You get these kind of things. When you have the mix of, you know, dangerous anarchist people like Antifa and Black Lives Matter plus drugs, they're just running rampant mixed together. You're going to have this kind of situation. Okay. Matter of fact, do I have any more? I'm going to show you some more videos of some of the little, or some of the bum fights. If you know if this if there was a camera in there that was filming twenty four seven, I watched that stream. I want to I want to see the bum fights. I want to see all that good stuff, you know. And if there, if it got to the point where somebody was really getting hurt, I'd say okay, 
let's let's go ahead and shut it down. But if it's just bum fights and stuff like that, when nobody gets hurt, then let's let's go ahead and watch it. Okay, let me see. Um. Okay, now I'm looking at this video. I'm not sure what's going on. Since the Seattle mayor abandoned Capitol Hill and withdrew the SPD from the Eastern Precinct, now Antifa has assumed policing power in this lawless zone, and they are laughing while attacking Christians. Okay, so what's going on here? I'm not really sure. I have it on mute. <laughs> so I'm not sure why this guy's getting hemmed up like that. I guess that's the Antifa force. But you got about four or five guys on one guy. Now, I thought this was too much, right? I thought it was extreme force. I thought that if you had four or five officers on one guy, then that was too much. And you're going above and beyond all this and that and the third. That's what I said about the police, right? But they're doing the exact same thing. And they're not even successful at it. At least if you're the police, you have them on the ground by now. This guy is like upright. He might have a gun, knife or whatever and get that off and do whatever he wants to do. So it's kind of like hugging them right now. It's just really weird. A very forceful hug. That's hilarious. <laughs> a very forceful hug. Yeah, that's that's about right, sir. You're, you're being you're being detained. Uh, speaking in tongues. That's hilarious. Hey, shout, shout out to him for going in there and evangel evangelizing. If that's the word. You know, talking about Jesus because they need it for real. They most certainly need it. Come on, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, who only has immortality, dwelling in the light. But you know what? Unfortunately, I see guys like that a lot, and a lot, a lot of times they're on drugs. But hopefully, he's clean or get himself together and can continue to be an evangelical and get the word out there. But it's a whole lot of stuff going on. Let me see. Here's another one. It says, "Group of Antifa holds down a street preacher." Okay. That's, that was what we just were seeing. Now, somebody wrote this right there. David Dorn mattered. It, it, it sure did. He, he, he sure did. His life mattered. It sure did. I wonder who wrote that one. They got an AK just casually right there. Oh, this this one. Okay. This this will be the last one I'll show you. Then I'm going to get to the other topic. This is hilarious. If you can, if you can see this or not, I'm going to just read it. It says, this garden is for black and indigenous folk and their plant allies. <laughs> and, and that was a so-called garden that Mr. Meth Monkey, the white man, came and took over. That the meth monkey came and colonized the garden meant for black and indigenous folks. But you know what? This ain't nothing but just a little dirt patch. This is like the dirt equivalent to slip and slide. You're not going to grow anything on this little dirt patch, okay? They got cardboard with a light dusting of dirt on top of that. This is like mulch. What are you going to grow in this thin layer of mulch like i said you're going to grow some cockroaches and some termites you ain't gonna grow no plants you can't grow any actual plant life in this little mess of dirt and cardboard like who was a brainiac and said okay we're just going to grow stuff right here okay and you don't even know where you are you might have toxic dirt and this ain't facebook you can't just grow wheat in 30 seconds it takes time to actually grow crops you got to water it. You got to tend to it. You got to have arable soil. You don't know where you at. But these people, I mean, you got a bunch of morons out here that are just for the first time leaving their basement <laughs> that don't know anything about their life. So, yeah, shout out to these people over there. Hopefully they come and just tear that stuff down. They got to get rid of it. 
Um, I think there was one that was sprouting in Austin, Texas, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm wrong, let me know. It might have been Austin or somewhere else. It might have been North Carolina. But they got that got demolished ASAP. All they got to do is come in there and demolish it because really you're on city property and or private property. So you have no right, you have no right to be there. You can't just say, I'm going to just annex this and send my own little. No, this is property that's owned by somebody. This is not to this is not public commons. OK, this is owned by somebody. So you can't just be there. So all they got to do really is come by and just tear it up and tell everybody to you know, go about their way. And if they don't, then they can arrest them. It is what it is. All righty. <laughs> Sarah N says that dirt has been peed and pooped to him 100 percent 1000 percent because it ain't no bathrooms and they have all types of uh you know they got a lot of people out there with not much bathroom utilities so I'm sure there's been some doo-doo right there in a little patch of dirt for sure 100 percent all right but thank y'all for joining I most certainly appreciate you yeah Raz is a new mayor of Friato basically okay Richard Sylvester Green. Um, I think I've seen that name. Let me look it up right quick. Richard Sylvester Green. Okay. Oh, this guy. Now, this guy killed, allegedly killed the radio show host in Baltimore. That was really sad. Now, I won't show his face. My fact, I will show his face because he's won it. So if you if you know him, then please find him. He's not actually dead or nothing like that yet. He's not been captured yet. But here's a guy. Hold on. I got the wrong thing open. Let's open this right here. Okay. Now, this man is wanted in connection with slaying a local radio host in Baltimore, Maryland. He's black, and the woman he killed allegedly was black. Now, apparently, this guy was trying to kill her son for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. But she was shielding her son from him. And rather than the son dying, she died instead. And she was a very well-known gospel radio show host on WEAAFM's flagship show, Gospel Grace Afternoon. Really unfortunate. Okay. Matter of fact, hold on once. I got a picture of her. So you guys, if you guys may have seen it before, I'll just let you know who she was. And may she rest in peace. Let me go to... Derek's page and let me see if that'll come up the way I need it to be. Yeah, there we go. All right. So that's her right there. Baltimore gospel radio show host shot and killed while protecting the son of court and the family. So like I said, I don't know exactly why this guy was shooting their son or what's going on, but that was her right there. Now, will this be, will, will it be a black life matter protest for that? You know, if, if they got out, just told you was white it most certainly would be. You know, you, you're killing this lady, 56 years old, for, for what? Senseless. So, but you know, that's that's every day, unfortunately. That's like common. Who cares about that, right? We we care. You guys care. But media, black lives matter. They don't care. Now, this is what I got to show you as far as Atlanta. Um, Now, there's a police shooting that happened in Atlanta, and they're trying to talk about protesting and stuff like that, but... It was from what I've been able to see and read 100% justified. Let me see if I can find the story. Okay, Atlanta police shooting. Sorry for the very loud noises on my keyboard. Now, this caused the police chief to step down. Okay. Now, I won't play. I have, there, there's video of the actual incident. I might put a link in the box. Matter of fact, give me one second. I'm going to put that link 
in the box so you guys can see it if you want. And matter of fact, I'll do that and then I kind of just walk you through it because once you once you see the the video, then you'll be able to like just kind of put it together. Okay. Let's check it out. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to put that in a box, but I can't play it right here on the screen, obviously, for because we're on YouTube. I can't do that. So there's a YouTube link, and that'll be right there. Now, here's go back to the story. Get that back up. And here's the situation. Now, Atlanta police chief steps down after a black man shot and killed by an officer. What happened was this guy, his name is... Let me see. What is his name? Rayshard Brooks, 27 years old. Rayshard Brooks was in the Wendy's drive-thru and he fallen asleep. So when he fell asleep, cars were driving around him trying to get their food or whatever. So the police were called to come wake him up or see what's going on. You know, did he have a, um, you know, some kind of emergency, medical emergency, what's going on? So the police get there and for some reason they get into a scuffle. Now, this is really early, so I don't have all the details. Like, this got updated, like, just now. Okay, you, you see right now, it's like 8.26 p.m. This is updated at 8.11 p.m. So, this is just now happening really fresh. So, there will be more information as this, as this gets kind of, like, unfolded. But as we know right now, he was in their car asleep. Police get called, and they get into a confrontation. They're trying to arrest him. He's resisting. This is something that's been confirmed by everybody that has been able to see it so far. He's resisting the arrest. And the police attempt to tase him and or they have their taser in a way that is taken by this man. What's his name again? Rayshard Brooks. So the taser, where they try to shoot him or whatever, it didn't work. That option was not available because this guy took the taser from the officer some kind of way during a scuffle of him resisting. So at a certain point, they get into a foot chase in the parking lot of the Wendy's and the camera picks up the security camera of the Wendy's picks up and they see the foot chase happen. This guy's in front, obviously with the taser still in his hand running. And then there's two cops, one with a gun in front of the other cop. At a certain point, this guy, Richard turns around, does a 180 and points taser at the cop and the cop has his gun out too. So the cop shoots him and he dies. Now they're trying to say, oh, this was police brutality. The mayor of Atlanta, I, I just gave her some props a little while ago, a few days ago, I gave her some props. Now she came out and said, well, this might not be right and we got to know when to use fourth, all this, that, and the third. And the police chief stepped down. Now, I don't know why she stepped down. I, I think she may have stepped down. Again, This I don't know. This is just my opinion. I believe she stepped down because the officers can't do their job. So it was like, what's the point? Okay, what is the purpose? I'll step down from Atlanta and go somewhere else. I'll go to Marietta. I'll go to Lithonia or somewhere like that rather than Atlanta proper because the mayor does not have my back. If the mayor will throw me under the bus, then what am I doing? Okay. From what I'm reading and from what I'm hearing, at a certain point, we were on the ground tussling. The officer could have given him a, a rear naked choke and prevented him from being able to struggle and get the taser and run away. But you can't, you can't do the choke no more, can you? Because that's improper, that's illegal because one guy died allegedly from not having oxygen go to his brain, allegedly. Because the one autopsy said that the knee on the neck did not kill him and the other one said it did. So which one is right, which one is wrong? I don't know, who knows? But since that happened, you can't do the rear naked choke because that's improper, that's illegal. So as a result, he gets up, takes a taser, goes in the foot chase and then points it at the officer. 
So what do you do in a situation? You have to shoot him because if you don't, then what are you going to do? Get tased, get incapacitated, and then now your gun is on the ground. It's free. He could take it. He could shoot you, your buddy, people at Wendy's, himself. I mean, that's not what you want to have. He could have got that gun, shot people, got in his car, drove away, and shot more people. Okay, as simple as that. So, I mean, what's really going on? But all I know is that that's like the latest so-called case of police brutality. But I think that's not what that was, not in the least bit. And they're going to have a hard time really proving that based upon what I saw. I've already seen this video, not just from the security camera, but also from passerbys. People that are just, you know, walking around in the area, they got video as well. So what do you really do? I mean, I can't really tell, but we're going to see from that for sure. Now, I'm just reading some of the comments here. If you guys know what's going on with the Atlanta shooting, you guys let me know more than I do. Alrighty. Let me see. Um, I'm reading this here. I don't see anybody that knows. But yeah, that's what's going on right now in Atlanta. Now, hopefully there won't be any kind of riots or looting in Atlanta again. It just had it for George Floyd. But you know what? I'm reading some of the comments on places like the Shade Room and whatnot, and they're saying that it was probably justified that this, you know, just kind of made sense for it to happen this way because the guy was resisting, and then he had a taser, and he pointed it. Like, you, you could see on the video the man point the taser at the cop. It's clear as day. You can see it. So don't – it ain't, you know, no guesswork. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. You can see it happen. My thing is this. Just stop resisting. Okay, I think the officers tried to wake him up, but I'm, I'm not really sure why they got into a tussle because he was in the car. Now, how do you get out the car and then tussle with the cops? That's what happened, though. I'm going to read some of this story right quick, and then we're going to keep on going. Okay, here's on CNN. It could be wrong, CNN. It says the incident began. Matter of fact, hold on. Let me pause right quick. Let me go to AJC. They're more reliable. That's a local paper. They're kind of leftist. But they're more reliable than Clinton News Network, Communist News Network. Okay, let's go to AJC right quick. All right, there we go. Perfect. Now, let me see. This is just about the termination of the officer. Okay. Something about Brooks. Okay, here's something that we have right here. And they have video, but I won't show the video, obviously. Let's put it on desktop so you guys can see it as well. 27-year-old man was shot and killed by Atlanta police Friday evening during a struggle in the Wendy's drive through line that was captured on video. By Saturday afternoon, police chief Erica Shields had resigned her position and Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms called for the officer who fired the fatal shots to be terminated. And let me just zoom that back the way it was. The incident began around 10.30 p.m. outside the fast food chain on University Avenue. GBI spokeswoman Nellie Miles said... Officers were called to the restaurant after receiving a complaint about a man asleep in his vehicle, which forced other customers to go around his car and get their food at the window. The man, Atlanta resident Rayshard Brooks, was given the field sobriety test. OK, that's what happened. So when the officer showed up, they probably thought he was drunk and fell asleep. So they gave him a field sobriety test and he failed it. So he was drunk, according to what they're saying. He failed the, the, the sobriety test right there. After failing the test, the officer attempted to place the male subject in the custody. During the arrest, the male subject resisted and a struggle ensued. The officer deployed a taser. So he's drunk behind the wheel. You can't do that. 
That's illegal. That's called drinking and driving. You can go to jail for that. That's called DWI. So they're going to arrest him. That's very dangerous. If you're on the road driving when you're drunk, you can kill somebody. You can kill yourself. So he has he's a DWI at this point. But he didn't want to go to jail. He's resisting. They try to tase him. And let's see what happens next. According to the police, Brooks managed to take the taser away from the officer before being shot. So I guess they took it out and did not shoot him. So in that process of taking it out, he was probably like real close to him. He was able to get it from the officer. Of course, I'm what I'm reading right now, with AJC. And I put this link right here in the box. Matter of fact, give me one second. I'll put that link in the box so you guys can read along with me. So it ain't just me making it up. This is the local Atlanta paper. So they're more on point than a Clinton News Network would be because you're getting the news straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak, straight from the local source. All righty. And then let me see. According to the police, Brooks managed to take the tase away from the officer before being shot. He took it to the hospital where he later died. Now, what they left out right there. Okay, let's, let's see what's next. Cell phone video captured by Wendy's customers. Pictures show two officers struggling with Brooks in the parking lot. He appeared to be running away from them when he was fatally shot. Okay, so what they're not saying specifically right there is that he was running away. They had it on not just people's cell phone cameras, but also Wendy's security camera on the side of the building. He was running away from the cops. They're running behind him. And then the guy in question, Brooks, turns around, does a 180, and points a taser at the officers. That's on video. That is on video. Matter of fact, in a link that I just posted, it should be right there in the video. My family, check it out right quick, see if it is. All right, I'm going to just reload this right quick. And it should be right there. And so what's going on, man? Hey, I know you're right down there in Atlanta. Yeah, you got to give me the lowdown. You got to give me the scoop, man, and see what's going on. Okay, matter of fact, I'm looking at it right now on the AJC. And if you pause it, hold on, just so I can tell you guys. It's not telling me exactly what time. Yeah, right around 12 seconds in that video, you can see him point a taser at the cops. It's clear as day because it's like lit up like a Christmas tree. It's like a big, bright white light. All right. And that's what everybody says, witnesses and everything. And you're going to see more video closer, cell phone video as it starts to come out. And then you're going to understand what's going on. So that's it right there. The AJC link. Check it out. All right. Michelle Design says in ATL, he was having a fight with the police with the taser. I think they tased him twice. He grabbed a taser and was running. But I the police when they when they shot him. Yep. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. And you know what? It's weird. People say that the police need better combat training, but they're taking away the things you learn during combat training. You can't do certain little locks and holds and stuff like that because it might hurt you. You know, like the rear naked choke. Oh, you can't choke him because he might die. That's part of combat training. Like if you ever watch UFC, the things that they do on the ground, that's part of hand-to-hand -hand combat training. You know, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, stuff like that. You do that kind of stuff while you're a police officer. You got to know how to fight, not just like... You know, fighting is not just a matter of punch, like, you know, <laughs> uh, windmill punches. You got to know how to really fight. Once you get on the ground, how to get out of it, how to evade a choke, how to apply a choke, how to get positioning, how to, you know, move your body weight, all of that. You got to know how to fight for real. And part of fighting would include things that could seriously hurt somebody. It's called a fight. You're not trying to like, you know, it ain't no dance. It ain't no choreographed dance. So you got to be really on point with it for sure. So hopefully there's not any kind of um, protest as a result of that. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to the Roof Koreans, 100%.
Let me see. Leno says, worry of being shot is the only thing keeping most people from resisting. You remove the threat and there's no reason for people to obey laws. Exactly. Exactly. Like, how are you going to enforce law if anybody will do nothing to you? You do whatever you want. You know, if like, how, how are you going to get arrested at all? It's just kind of silly. Okay. Let me see. No one's right says, sure the taser is not lethal, but if the cop shot the taser, if the cop shot with the taser, then he could get his actual gun. This is why they had no choice. Perhaps comply. Exactly. Basically, if the suspect can shoot the taser, hit the officer, now the officer is in a bad situation because he has a gun on him. So if the officer gets shot, shot with a taser and the gun he has in his hand falls on the ground, now not only can that gun hit the ground, possibly go off, hit somebody, that guy with a taser, the suspect can get the gun, shoot him, shoot the other officer, shoot himself, shoot people in the line at Wendy's. He's drunk, out of control. So that's just not a good thing. All you're going to do is not fight, not resist, not try and steal the taser from the officer, and then don't point it at the cop. Maybe you can still be here. I don't understand what's the point of resisting. Like, they got you already. Just go ahead and go to jail. You know, if they did something wrong, file a complaint and get paid. Matter of fact, people that are straight guilty sometimes get paid big money, seven figures. What are you doing trying to resist? You know, maybe don't drink and drive. How about that? I mean, I don't understand why it's so difficult to understand. So hopefully, yeah, I, I see that, Fob Hopper. It's on YouTube as well. Yes, it is on YouTube. I think I posted that earlier in the chat. And like I said, we're, we're going to see more of that. 412 says, how about public reform? Stop resisting, stop fighting. Exactly. We don't need police reform. We need public reform. How about people just act right and then there won't be a need for the police to be reformed? You know, don't don't have to get reformed. Have, to have just normies get reformed and act right and then everything will be fine. You would not need so many police if people weren't so unruly and uncontrollable. Very simple. Let me see. Now, okay, Angel says, this is a good question. Angel says, what's your opinion on shoot to kill? Is there another way? Now, shoot to kill, that's kind of a misnomer. You shoot into end the threat. That's what I've been always told by people I know that are in law enforcement. Uh, you know, I know guys that are actually on the force right now in uniform, and they say they shoot to end the threat. Now, whatever that means. And they shoot in center mass. People talking about shooting in the leg. That's just, nah, you shoot for the biggest part of the body to make sure you hit them. And in the threat, that's really all it is to it. Now, you don't want them to die, but if they do die, then that's just part of it. You know, you, you're using the gun, so you can, it don't matter how you get shot, you can die regardless of what. So that's just part of it, unfortunately. But um, there's no, you can't use a gun that's in any way other than lethal if you're shooting somebody. If you shoot them in the leg, which is very hard to do, because think about it like this. If you got a guy that's moving around, he's not, he ain't gonna just stay stationary and get shot. He's moving around and the leg is a smaller part of the body. It's very hard to hit. And if you miss the leg, it can ricochet off the ground. You can get hit with it yourself in case somebody else is innocent. It, it, and then if a person is approaching you, rushing you and you're missing, and now he's right here, you, you're pretty much out of luck. Okay, and beyond that, if you do hit him in the leg, that does not guarantee he's going to live because you have arteries in the leg. If he hits a big artery in the leg, you could bleed out in two, three minutes, and it's a wrap. So, you know, if you're shooting somebody, 
there's always a chance that the person would die, regardless of where you hit them. And you, it's hard to actually like try to pinpoint a way to hit them, especially when you're trying to stop the threat. You know, you don't want to shoot them in the way to where it's like not even going to hurt them, kind of like graze them. They won't, they won't stop them. You got stories of guys being shot three, four times and not even getting disabled, not even having their body become useless. You, you see what I'm saying? Especially with like real big guys or guys on drugs, PCP. You got to continuously shoot until they stop moving or stop becoming a threat. That's just all it is. And then a lot of times in these cases, a guy might get shot once and fall, and then that's it. And then they might die from that. Some, sometimes it takes more. Like if you're in a kind of a firefight, there's a whole lot of stuff going on, might be a whole lot of bullets exchanged because you're trying to just hit them. It's not always possible to just hit them directly, point blank. It might be kind of a distance. And if you got a handgun from a distance, it'd be kind of hard. You know, a rifle's good for distance because you got more accuracy with a rifle, but with a handgun, I mean, you kind of just shooting everywhere if you're shooting from a distance. You know, it is what it is. So, yeah. But one thing I would say, we got to just look at the whole case and see what's going on. Just because somebody dies when they get shot by a cop does not mean they're a victim. You know, they might be, but they might not be. In this case, it was obvious that he was resisting. Everybody says the same thing. You know, how about just follow the laws? Don't drink and drive. When you get arrested, don't resist. People talk about they have issues with the police and they're scared when they get pulled over. I'm never scared when I get pulled over. For what? Why would I be scared? I don't do drugs. I'm not drunk. I'm not a criminal. So why am I scared? I've been pulled over for like speeding, bad tags. And, I, you know, I get my ticket, go about my day. That's usually what happens. People get pulled over. That's usually what happens. Okay. It's not like some kind of big dramatic scene. Every time you get pulled over, you get your ticket or your warning and go about your day. That's it. Don't, 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 it, it it's not this real big like production. Don't make it into that. That's just not what it is. Okay. I thank you all for being here. I most certainly appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, hit the like button for me. And also subscribe. For now. So if you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and do that. And when you do subscribe, click that bell for me right quick. Because when you click that bell, you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. All right. <laughs> and the mobilizing beam. <laughs> oh, man. And like I said, that taser, it don't always work. Because sometimes a taser, they might eat that. You know, a taser don't always, it's not even always effective. And, okay, with a taser, it's kind of weird. A taser can actually kill you. People have died from a taser being hit on them. And some guys don't even get affected at all. It, they might get hit with a taser and keep just standing upright. It's kind of a weird situation. And then if that happens, now the person may have kind of closed the distance on you. You got a gun, so now you got to shoot them. So I think we need to have more education about what the police actually are, what they actually do, rather than it being so much hatred and vitriol towards the police. I think that would be better than trying to have it be like, uh, you know, all this negativity. You know, that's how I feel. But again, you guys are the best audience on the Internet, and I appreciate your presence. Uh, we got a whole lot going on. What else is happening besides the Atlanta police shooting? Uh, let me see right quick. We have, I said, Friatal already. Oh, Chappelle's 846. Almost forgot about that one. Man, you guys, some of you guys liked the special. I didn't like, not, I didn't like it at all. I thought it was kind of, I thought that it wasn't funny. 
you know, my thing is this. If it's funny, it's funny. I don't care if I agree with anything they say or not. If it's funny, it's funny. But this was not really funny. I think everybody agrees with that, that it was not funny. The new Chappelle special 846. It was just about him venting about police brutality. It was not a funny thing. So, and I did not agree with him on it. And it wasn't even, it was just really about black folks that had been killed by white people that were in authority or had some kind of authority or assume that role because he's talking about Trayvon Martin. He did not get shot by a cop. He got shot by a Zimmerman, a guy that was kind of white, sort of white and was in kind of an authority figure. You see what I'm saying? And I don't like that whole dynamic of being talk of talking about police brutality and the white man. It's just kind of like, it makes you look weak. Really? It makes you look really weak. I'm not a fan at all, but that's pretty much where we're at nowadays. Unfortunately, but um, the special was not funny. His last special that came out in, what was that, last year, year before that, it wasn't necessarily gut-busting funny, but it was funnier. It was a comedy show. He even said in a little note in the description box of this most recent one that, oh, you know, normally, you know, it'd be more refined. I'm sorry for that, but you understand. So he knows that it was not really a refined special. And if I'm listening to a comedian, that's what I want to hear. I want to hear a good special I want to hear something that's refined. I don't want to hear uh, too much of anything else other than that. But some people liked it because they agreed with what the subject matter was. And I did not agree with the subject matter. Not in the least bit. You know, super emotional talking about George Floyd. I mean, how long is this going to go on? People are more and more for him than with some of their own family members. And that's a fact. It's unfortunate, but it's a fact. And what I said on RT today was people are getting wrapped up in it because they have been kind of just duped into it by the media. You know, they're really wrapped up in it. They see it every day on the news, on the phone, on the internet, in the streets, everywhere. So they get wrapped up in it. You know, it's the same thing with the virus and all the lockdowns because the same people that say, Hey, don't go outside your house. And if you do, you're selfish. You want to kill your grandmama, your granddaddy, everybody else. Those very same people were out in the protest like a day later. Literally, like one day they said, don't go outside ever until like September or October or next year. Then they said, okay, I'm going to go outside tomorrow in the protest of 5,000 people. I was like, really? Sheep being led by whatever the television says. Being led by whatever they say. And it'll be the next thing that comes along. And then it'll, it'll be no more George Floyd. Here today, gone today. Same thing with the virus. That was all anybody talked about. But now it's not even it's not even a factor anymore. That was a constant news for about two, three months every day. Virus, virus, virus. Now, overnight, gone because of George Floyd. He is the new virus that's 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 coming along. You know, and that's a fact. Can anybody tell me you're wrong about that? People didn't, people need to stop letting the media, uh, social media, their cell phones control them. You know, that's all. And they, and people are elevating George Floyd and everyone else to high levels. I saw the picture of him next to Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. I'm like, man, come on. Like, nobody says that he should have died, but we're, we're taking it too far. All we got to say is his death was unnecessary. Let's investigate it. Let's do a proper autopsy. 
and get down to the bottom of it. If this guy Chauvin committed this crime or that crime, you know, go through the process, go through, go through the trial and facial justice. You know, whether it's be convicted of manslaughter, murder, whatever it is, face that justice rather than just saying, OK, we're going to have George Floyd be elevated next to Martin Luther King Jr. Joe Biden said it. If you guys didn't see it, I'm going to play it right quick. This kind of encapsulates why I say what I say, because what Joe Biden said, let me, let me tell you something. Joe Biden is not getting what he's saying about the black community from anywhere else other than us. We're the ones saying it. I don't want a Joe Biden to get on TV and say that about us talking about, oh, vote for me. And if you don't, you ain't black. You probably got that from us. We're offended at him. But who we're really mad at? Are we mad at him or ourselves for saying it to him? So he felt comfortable to say that. He said that on a black radio show, one of the biggest black radio shows in the country, if not the world. He said that and felt comfortable doing it. It, it wasn't like, oh, I'm sorry. Nah, he said it with a smile on his face like it was all good. So here's what he said next about uh, Mr. Floyd and Martin Luther King Jr. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's mm -hmm. death did. So you see this man, this dude is old, decrepit, has this mask on the edge of his ear hanging off and can just say this in Philly, by the way, in Philly, talking about, you know, Dr. King's death was not as impactful as George Floyd's. It's like, really? Come on. It's like, you're going way too far. But when people put George Floyd next to Martin Luther King and Malcolm X and they talk about him in that kind of way and they act like his death had more of an impact than MLK or Malcolm X. Guys like Joe Biden will say that they're going to say that. And then they're going to use all this anger, all this frustration for their own personal gain. You see what's happening right now in uh, Freattle. They want to talk about Black Lives Matter and how to be the cover. What they're really doing out there is getting high on meth and whatever else they want to do. Black lives are not even really important. It's all about whatever they want to do. They want to be out there being tweakers for free and get money through donations. That's all it is. We're being used by these people and those that perpetuate it make it easy for them to do it. This guy right here, he says things about the black community every single day that are offensive. And it's like, it don't even really matter. You know, Stacey Abrams, she's trying to become the um, vice presidential pick, but it's, he, he's not even calling her. She's been on TV as like the only person trying to be his VP. I've not seen anybody else really campaign for it. They could at least call her on the phone and tell her something. She started doing it like early, like right around virus time, even maybe even before that, maybe probably like last year or something. She was doing it for a while, trying to be the VP pick, right? And as of June 10th, like three days ago, she had not gotten the phone call and probably won't get one. But you want to vote for that guy and make his case against um, Trump or against us stronger? It's crazy. It's, it's really ridiculous. All righty. But thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed my debate on RT again. Yeah, I'm on RT all the time. I'm on uh, RT, uh, TRT World. I'm pretty much everywhere. But but that debate, that was, that was kind of fun. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that one. Hopefully you did. But um, what else we got going on? The chat is going so fast, I can't even really see it. All right, let me just refresh right quick.
Super chats on deck. I'm gonna get to those, and I'm gonna get to some uh, some calls. Oh, we, we are we are a call in show here. I'll talk. I'll give that number in a little bit because I got a few minutes to read the super chats. All right, let me see. Yeah, you know the, the crazy part, Jacob, is that people talking about they want community police, but that was Zimmerman and also that McMichael's in Brunswick, Georgia. They killed Amar Arbery. So if you want community police. What about these guys? When these guys do something that's wrong or could be seen as wrong and kill somebody that are community police, you call who? The real police to come get them, arrest them, and charge them. Now, what if there is no police and you got to call other community police on the community police? What are you going to do then? Ain't no oversight. Where's the thought process to think about what you're going to do as far as any kind of law enforcement? If the police are gone, will murder still be illegal? If murder is illegal, how are you going to try it? How are you going to find evidence? How are you going to, are you going to have detectives or anybody that can get warrants? How are you really going to do this? Is it really well thought out? I'm not really sure. To have a protective agency is one thing, but to have actual police boots on the ground type of thing, that's something totally different. All right. Super chat zone. Let me get to those right quick. Then I get to the calls. Thank you to clear prop for your donation. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you to blob monster who says stay classy. Hey, will do. Can't do nothing else. Thank you to Matthew Phillips who says you and miss Everson went for round two on RT. When you were dressed collective pain and mentioned your childhood, she gave a whatever look for one minute. <laughs> Such disrespect. Anyway, you dominate that debate. And thank you for that. I definitely appreciate you. Yeah. Cause I see your comment when I was, I think fourth grade, my classmate got shot, killed. Uh, she was out the projects. She, um, I had a knock on the door. She opened the door and the person shot her, killed her right there, point blank. You know, so that kind of thing goes on all the time. It wasn't no white man. It wasn't no cop. It was another black person. And that was common, unfortunately. So when I see people talking about George Floyd and all this and that, I'm like, man, you see death every single day in the hood, every day that shouldn't happen. Kids. Old ladies, all of that. Where's the outrage for that? Where's the where's the national wall to wall coverage for that? Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Rick Grimes for your donation with the with the laughing emoji. <laughs> all right. Shout out to who else we got? Uh oh, let me see. Thank you to Joanne Wright who says ABO, you are so on point. Thank you for your donation. Most certainly appreciate you. Thank you to Mitchell Lopes who says LARPers tried setting up another zone in Asheville, North Carolina last night. Police tore down their barricades and basically told them the GTFO. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. They tore that down immediately. You know, they're not playing any kind of games out there in Nashville, but in Freeata, you can do whatever you want. You know, and then the mayor talking about, oh, it's a it's a block party. A block party? What kind of block party features uh, meth, crack, heroin, you know, police, people getting beat up, rape? What kind of block party is that? That's a block party. I'm not trying to go to any kind of block parties. Shout out to um, His Gays Incorporated who says, so homie, love watching you on the internets. <laughs> Thank you for that. Shout out to Brett Sessoms who says, Seattle is an embarrassment. The mayor let the rioters and Antifa take control of the city. Sad state of affairs. It's really terrible. 100%. Shout out to Sibas uh, Saru. I know I butchered that and I'm sorry. Who says, I thought they were against borders. That's what I thought too, right? I thought the lefties hated borders. But then what do they do? First thing they accomplish is creating a border, not only a border, but a guarded border. OK, <laughs> so if they do that, then why can't we have one on the border of the U.S. Mexico? They built it like as the first thing they did. Their first course of action as a newly 
Incorporated uh, Antifa stand, aka Chaz, is created a border that was armed. Funny how that works. Shout out to Zeland Zen who says, You're great, although sometimes you disagree. Rock on ABL, hey, it's all good. Thank you for your donation. Let me see. Shout out to Fob Hopper who says, Atlanta PD released the Wendy security footage showing the black man aiming the police officer's taser at the cop before they shot him. Yep. It's clear as day, too. You can see it on camera. There's no discussion to be had about that. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Meme JPEG who says, LMAO do in a circle garden bugging out. Yeah, talking about that guy, uh, Mr. Meth Monkey in Seattle. That was crazy. Shout out to Sparky who says, why not supply Chaz via air? Chaz airlift. <laughs> Thank you for that. Shout out to Valerie Rogers who says, the authorities should cut the power to Chaz. Absolutely. Thank you to Brett Sessoms, who says Trump needs to declare martial law on Seattle. And that might be next if they can't get it under control because the mayor is not interested. Neither is the governor. So something's got to be done for the people that live there. That's really a shame, though. If you live in that area, you voted for the mayor, you voted for the governor, and they're just abandoning you, doing nothing for you. That's crazy. Thank you to Thomas um, Muldorf, who says, when the sport middle class college students realize they need work experience in order to make a worker paradise. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for that. Shout out to Jim Ho for your donation with the super man emoji. I appreciate you. Thank you to uh, Conqueso, who says, she said four blocks, liar. Exactly. It was not four blocks. It was six blocks. <laughs> you know, the police there say six blocks. So the mayor is trying to downplay it. Oh, it was only four blocks. It's a block party. No, not at all. And then even if it is four blocks, which it was not, they can expand. If you're not letting them, if you're not doing anything right now to curtail their expansion, what is preventing from expanding? They can do whatever they want at this point. Shout out to John Matrix, who says, ABO, the woke mafia known as Amazon, may pull one of my favorite shows ever off of IMDb, The Dukes of Hazard, because of General Lee. Thoughts? That's crazy. That's ridiculous. But I feel like we're here every four years because it was the same thing with the, the General Lee. You know, they, they pulled it off of TV and you couldn't get the car. They're trying to censor the car because of the Confederate flag. That's so silly. The Confederate flag was only around for four years of slavery. See, this is what I'm getting at. When I say... Don't take monuments down. I want, number one, all history to be up. Okay, when you go to Europe, shout out to my man Derek Gradenigo. When you go to Italy, they got every statue up. It don't matter if they're good, bad, sad. Every statue is up so you can see their full history. And, and nothing left out. If you think that they're evil, good, that's your opinion and that's fine. But everything is left out. We're not going to hide it in a museum or nothing like that. Let it all hang out. So you don't rewrite history or try to change it. But speaking of rewriting history, they're talking about the Confederate flag being bad, but it was only around between uh, the beginning of the Civil War and the end of the Civil War, four years of slavery, right? But the U.S. flag was around from 1776 up until 1865 under slavery. That's much longer than four years. So if they banned the Confederate flag from everything, the next target is the American flag, guarantee you, that's the very next target. But thank you for your donation. Shout out to Brett Sessoms who says, do you think that Trump needs to declare martial law and on Seattle? I personally think that he needs to. Mayor Durkin won't do jack. He may have to because the mayor and the governor are leaving their constituency pretty much up the river without a paddle. Shout out to Sebastian who says, how many electoral votes does the 52nd State of the Union <laughs> uh, how many votes will Chaz get as the newest member of the union? That's a good question. Um, they got to find somebody that's sober to be able to be the 
you know, the, the person to catch it. Shout out to David Moore, who says, if you don't have the means to defend your home, you should. It's pretty clear our government is failing to handle this crap. It stopped being a protest a long ago. Exactly. There's no more protest. I mean, he's been gone. Um, what's the name? George Floyd is for a while. There's no more protest. It's all just insurrection. Okay. Y'all know what the problem is. Police brutality. Okay, we got it. So what are we doing now? Just tearing stuff up for no reason. People are a little bored. Nothing to do. Shout out to Sequoia.Earth who says the cardboard soil is a permaculture technique called sheet mulching, but their behavior is a social equivalent of Monsanto's Roundup, antithetical to all things permaculture. <laughs> oh, permaculture, pardon me. Uh, thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Shout out to Matt JR who says, AB, I love your vids. Well, thank you for that. Most certainly appreciate it. Shout out to Matthew Richardson who says, I saw Mongols, Monsanto Club, right into Seattle yesterday. Uh oh. <laughs> Uh-oh, so they're riding in, it might be a little conflict. And the Mongols, if they come in, if they come into contact with these numb nuts out there, man, that's gonna be kind of rough. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Andrew Green for your donation. Thank you to Brandon Clement who says, What do you think of Chappelle's comments on Owens? Terrible, disgusting. Just I didn't like it at all. She she took it very well. She was like, I'm not really offended, you know, it's comedy, but I, I didn't like it at all. Because in my opinion, it stopped being comedy. It was just him just disrespecting her because he don't like her. That's not, you know, I didn't see the joke there. You know, I'm a fun guy. I enjoy comedy like everybody else, but let it be comedy. Don't let it just be a direct insult with no actual joke. You know, that's not comedy. That's just you being tr triggered and butthurt and upset. Thank you to Joshua who says, almost 500K already. You are killing it. Have you ever watched Ray Eagle Politics before and thoughts Tucker, Carl Tucker Carlson? I've watched them before. Um, but I can't watch too much because I kind of like get my mind. It, I, I can't watch them too much, but they're good. And Tucker's a great guy. Shout out to Leo for the super chat emoji with the Superman. I appreciate it. Thank you to Matthew Phillips who says, Ice is street for crack. I was thinking U.S. ice. Now, ice is street for methamphetamine. Could be crack as well, but really meth. That's what ice is street slang for. Shout out to Joshua who says, 2020 is wild in blue states. Oh, 2020 off the chain in these blue states, man. Good grief. It's like it, like the whole year has been crazy. Over on the left coast, I pray for you guys, man. It's been a really wild ride, unfortunately. But I knew it would be this way because you have an election year. I knew it would be this way. It's like that every single 2016 was similar. Not as wild, but it was wild in 2016, too. Shout out to Deep Center Field Press with a donation who says, Chaz, GWP off the charts. Gross woke product <laughs> requires a new bilateral trade agreement. You must be by in order to make an agreement with them. Hilarious. Thank you for your donation. Most certainly appreciate you. Shout out to Nature Boy Alfie who says, Chaz TV, let's go ABO. Let's make some money. Hey, I'm telling you, and they put a camera in Chaz. I'm watching that. Like I said, I want to see bum fights. I don't want to see nobody get really hurt, but I want to see some of the meth monkeys just duke it out. Shout out to Sparky, who says someone gone with the wind banned for racism, but ironically had a McDaniel won an Oscar for it and was the first black person to win that award. Exactly. You know, the craziest part about it is the guy that wrote the op-ed for um, this whole thing to happen was uh, what's his name? John Ridley, a black guy. And he was speaking negatively against Hattie McDaniel on CNN. So what's really going on? Do you have some hatred towards your fellow black sister, Mr. Ridley? Are you embarrassed of her? What's really going on? 
But thank you for your donation. Shout out to AA who says, hey, God bless, brother. Question, is it unconstitutional for Trump to just clear them out? I mean, why is this even being allowed? Well, I, if it is, I don't know anything. I don't see where it says he can't do that. I, I mean, I don't really know. I don't think so. Shout out to the poll moji the poll mo getic i know but you that and i'm sorry who says this there's this thing called seed time and harvest usually takes about a year folks exactly <laughs> you can't just you know grow stuff overnight that's not how it works this is not facebook this is not um what, what, what's that uh farmville this ain't that shout out to kevin b for, for becoming an abo supporter thank you to valley rogers who says if your door matter too yes he did Thank you to Galen Spears, who says, thank you for your voice as always. Hey, can't do nothing else but just speak normally. Shout out to Brett Sessoms, who says, the ATO police shooting was justified. Exactly. Thank you for that. Thank you to the Joker, who says, the facts are clearly seen in all the videos. Officer was 100% justified. Thank God those officers went home that night. Exactly. I mean, they did everything they could. They did a normal arrest. You know, he resisted that. Shot a taser. Resisted that. And then he got a taser, pointed it at the cop. Now, I got to shoot you. I have no choice. You've made me shoot you, unfortunately. Shout out to Paul Order for becoming an ABO supporter. Shout out to Scant City, who says, criminals are now right in the media. Crazy land. Exactly. Ridiculous. Thank you to my man, Nippin, who says, Democrats are destroying Confederate statues because they own slaves, forgetting that the statues were of people who were registered Democrats. Exactly. They want to hide their history. You know, that's one thing. They want to hide it. Oh, let's put it in the museum. That's your history, though. Why you want to hide that? Let's let everything be out. Don't take anything down. Don't take down union statues, Confederate statues. Let everything be there so we know what's going on. So we get the full story. Okay? Because when you go outside, and put, like, let's say you got a tourist, right? And they go to a place. They only see one kind of statue or one kind of thing up. They get the impression that that's, you know, all of what happened. They're not going to go to the museum and then try to put it, you know, put it together. They're going to see it out there. Okay, that's all that happened. And then when you teach it in books, it'll be the same thing. Let's let everything just be out there so we know what's going on, so we're on the same page. Shout out to Pat Hellum for the donation. Thank you to Candace W. for becoming an ABO supporter. I most certainly appreciate you. Thank you to Fob Hopper, who says AJC, released it on the YouTube. I got you, boss. Thank you to Cynthia Dos Santos for becoming a member, ABO supporter. Thank you to... Stevanikan, Stevanikan, who says, what do you think of BLM becoming a religion? Watch my Facebook feed and people hyper-focusing on some stats while ignoring anything that doesn't fit. Yeah, I've seen that. It is kind of a religion because you're seeing some of these people, some of these numb nuts washing feet and all kind of stuff in the street. I mean, are we, do we have a new religion? What's going on? It's crazy. People get so wrapped up in this stuff from their phones and from the television that they get lost in the sauce. And there's a new religion. If there's some kind of cult that is spun off from this, I would not be surprised. Not in the least bit. People are such sheep nowadays, unfortunately, they're more ripe now than ever to become part of a cult. Shout out to Michael Caseda, who says, if you had been killed by police, how would you want society to react to your death? Just curious because I haven't heard you put yourself in their shoes. Well, I wouldn't be in their shoes. I'm not, I'm not going to be out here, you know, resisting arrest on drugs. I'm not going to be that. I mean, like, Look at the police killings and whatnot and see what they were doing. I will not be in their shoes. I will not be resisting the arrest or using the fake um, dollar bill or high on drugs. I don't, I don't even drink. So I will not be there. Okay. Well, thank you for your donation. Shout out to Tony Boswell for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Jack Bacon 
for the donation who says people are being told the police are an enemy threat no matter what which will lead to more resistance and more violence a very good point it will also lead to less police officers becoming part of the force because why would you want to do that making like thirty-five thousand a year to basically get spit on get disrespected there was an incident there was um a thing like this in miami where they had the cocaine cowboys all that kind of stuff going on and they had a hard time finding the police because it was so dangerous the police didn't want to be part of it but as a result of that they had to reduce their standards over and over again to the point where it was no more drug standards no more criminal background standards and i think one entire police academy graduated and either died or got locked up the entire class that's what happens when you pretty much attack police and hate police is that a very good thing shout out to tony who says salute came from brandon tatum channel hey appreciate you for that man thank you to piglet nln who says you can't hit someone in the leg during a fight exactly it's not gonna happen thank you to red pill for the donations to keep it up with the workout emoji i appreciate you thank you to robert dreden who says what's up with the we the people have you ever been a cop no i haven't Thank you to Sparky, who says, Dad put a 538 special rounds in a, in a robber, and he staggered away back in the mid-'80s. He lived but was caught at his flop house. Exactly. You know, sometimes you can't, you know, you got to end a threat. You might get shot a bunch of times and still be able to live. 50 Cent got shot, what, nine times and still lived and was all right. Might get shot once in your leg and die. It, you know, a gun is a lethal instrument when you use it. The person on the other end of it might die. That's just kind of how it goes. Thank you to Aaron Martin for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Kimberly Starr for, for the super chat emoji with the thumbs up. I appreciate you. Shout out to uh, Ifs Istvan for the donation. It says respect. Most certainly appreciate you. Thank you to Cedo for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Talix001 who says Eddie Murphy, delirious, funniest ever, ice cream. Yeah, shout out to Eddie Murphy. One of the best to ever do it. Absolutely. Classic. Shout out to Republic of Texas for the donation that says, thanks, thank you for your donation. Shout out to Slayer Mill who says, would you rather eat a sandwich prepped by a transient occupying C uh, Chaz or a person with a confirmed case of COVID? Give me that COVID all day long. I could beat COVID, but Chaz, I don't know what they got. They got some kind of new, it's, it's some kind of new virus brewing in Chaz right now. I don't want that. So give me the COVID all day long. If I got people between the two of those, <laughs> thank you to Michael who says, is this a political channel? You avoided the questions that challenge you to explain yourself. It's really how you move. Well, what are you talking about? What questions are you talking about? As a matter of fact, we are, we are calling the show. So give me a minute and I'll open the lines up. If you can't get in, it's not my fault. It's a really busy show tonight. We got about 4,000 live. Shout out to Public Texas who says, I still haven't seen any evidence that George Floyd's killing was racially motivated. Has anyone else? I've not seen any evidence of that. The only quote-unquote evidence there is is that George Floyd was black and Chauvin was white. That's all there is. Thank you to Renee Folena for becoming an ABO supporter. Most certainly appreciate you. Thank you to Ashanti. Um, hold on. I lost it right there. Let me go back. Shout out to... Hold on, hold on. I almost got it. Wow, you guys are really help, helping me out. Thank you to Ashanti. Harrison, who says, we spoke the other day on racism and individual responsibility. Thanks for what you do. Hard to get through on the line. So just thought I'd say thanks. And good job on a new debate on RT. Thank you for that. Most certainly appreciate you. Shout out to Robert Black UK, who says, militant black lesbians are taking over Chaz on Facebook. I saw that. <laughs> I have seen that. That's hilarious. 
They want the white protesters to act as human shields for black people when police arrive. Hilarious. And they got to do it or else they're racist, right? Thank you to friends and fishing with Paul who says when BLM pushed for sep separate bathrooms, or when will they do that? That's next. That's most certainly next. Shout out to Ulysses who says protesters were in a town nearby where I live in my town in Michigan. Local media was defensive and called it peaceful. Gotta stay vigilant against socialism. Exactly. Thank you for that. Shout out to Nero Red who says, do you think the news media exploits blacks and the issues around them while being dishonest about things? Well, the news media most certainly do because they're trying to get money. Your, your major media, your CNN, ABC, et cetera, they're trying to make money. So they don't really care. They'll put on these little shows, these little town halls to just cash in because they know that viewers equals money. Advertising revenue, more viewers, more money. They'll exploit it. And during the election season last time when the riots were happening, they were like right there, like a, a vulture circling the prey, waiting for it to die, waiting for the riots to happen, maybe even egging it on because they know that when the riot happens, ratings go up through the roof. That's all it is. They want to cry and stuff on TV. That's just Hollywood acting. I don't believe it for a minute. Thank you to, let me see, um, Nero, not Nero, pardon me, Honey Badger, who says, do you think these riots will be BLM's peak or will they get worse in the future? Um, I think that they will get, they'll be back in 2024. They'll be gone for a while and then come back. That's how that works. They did the same thing in 2016. They were gone for four years and they come back. You know, it's like Kenny, man. You're gone for a long time. You hibernate and then you come back. Or Beetlejuice. Shout out to the mayor of Chicago. But anyway, thank you to Daryl Peeler who says, why waste time debating scrubs over the phone instead of real prominent leftist debaters like Vosh and Destiny? Scared? Um, well, I've already debated Destiny, what, twice, two or three times. And Vosh, maybe I will, maybe I won't. But I've debated, I've been debating for a long time. I, I debate on TV. I debate, you know, on the internet. I debate in real life. I'm never scared. And I have a show. So, you know, what, what you want me to do? I got real life debates that you don't see. I got TV debates. I got the, the phone debates here through my show. I mean, what else? Shout out to Morgan23, who said, thanks for being you. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Ariel for the... Uh, the pounding mode, thank you for that. Shout out to Brandon Clement who says, what do you think of Dave Chappelle say, saying he wasn't going to step out from Don Lemon, his opinion from on Candace Owens and how can we fight for positive change against all racism on both sides? Um, I'm, not sure what, I'm not sure what you mean by Don Lemon. I'm not, I don't understand that part, but as far as Candace Owens, I didn't like what he said. That was kind of disrespectful. You know, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't a nice thing to say. You know, you can say you don't like her opinion, but you don't got to call her names. You know, I ain't like that too much. Shout out to Hannah Haley. Oh, and aside from what he said about calling her names, as far as trying to please white folks, that doesn't make any sense because when you're talking about voting, Democrat, Republican, whites are pretty much 50-50. They can swing depending upon what is going on in the country and who the candidate is. They can go 60-40, or something like that, Democrat, Republican, or, or Republican, Democrat, depending on the situation. But for the most part, they're split down the middle. Not like us that are black that pretty much vote monolithic, unfortunately. We want to get more parity and more of a swing, but right now it's not like that. White folks are like that. So when you say swing voter, you mean the white vote in some of these states. But anyway, I digress. Shout out to Shane, who said, keep it with the good word, ABR. Thank you for that. Most certainly appreciate you. Thank you to Ronaldo, who says, if the left cannot discuss things with the right for unity of our country, what hope of discourse do we even have? Aren't we all Americans? We should be all Americans, but apparently we're not to all people. All right. 
Calls on deck. Let's get to them. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. If you cannot get on the line, keep trying. The phone lines will be packed. So it's not my fault. I didn't do it. Blame the white man. And also, if you want to get in through Skype, there is an email for that in the description box below. Add me on Skype. You can be right here in the bottom left-hand corner. And you can talk to me about whatever you want to talk about. So let's go ahead and get into it. All right, let me just go ahead and get myself set up right quick. Let's make sure everything's good. Because I was on TV earlier and my stuff was a little bit different. Test, test. And, okay. <laughs> the phone lines are really just crazy right now. I'm going to turn my ringer off so you don't hear that that tone in the, the background. Okay. Let me see if that's going to work. Yeah, I don't think you want to go to Seattle. I don't think Seattle's really the place to be for anybody. You know, that's not really what you want. All right. Nipping, what's happening? Let me just mute my other stream because I wasn't expecting to get on so early. Um, yeah, now you have my full attention. All right, what's going on? Um, well, um, not much. Apart from the fact that Churchill's statue has to be protected now. So what's going on with that? Is there a protest in UK over the Churchill statue? Yeah, it's been vandalized. Okay. <laughs> now, but but why? What is like? What is, what is the complaint about the statue? Um, that oh, he was a racist and all that leftist nonsense stuff. Okay. So yeah, that that's one thing. Um, and now Gone with the Wind being cancelled because you know SJWs exist. Oh, of course. Of course, you know, but I think it's more just about um, people being embarrassed of the lead character, uh, Hattie McDaniel playing uh, uh, the, 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 the Mammy, because the guy that was responsible for that getting taken off was a black guy, uh, John Bradley, 12 Years a Slave. He probably was embarrassed of the main character and didn't want him to be on TV. So now they're going to try to add stuff to it and say, okay, here's the real context, all kind of stuff. So I'm not really a fan of that particular thing they did. That's that's horrible. No doubt. So, yeah, um, uh, Seattle has gone completely lawless. I really want Trump to use martial law. Well, I mean, hopefully he does. But, you know, that that could be a different problem in itself. It could, it could be a political problem. But who knows? It, it might work. It might not work. But whatever happens should happen pretty soon because that that whole thing is not really going it's, it's not going very well and the mayor doesn't really care nor, nor does the governor hmm. no one really cares i mean look think about it a lot look minneapolis and seattle are in states that have democratic governors they have democrat seattle has a democrat mayor a democrat chief of police same with minneapolis and so and somehow trumps the problem Right, exactly. It, it makes no sense, but that's just kind of what's going on. Yeah. So that's just um, completely mental. Um, and now there's one other thing in the UK. Um, they, you don't do, you don't follow what we call it football here. You call it soccer. 
Um, now, the, the first division of English football. Sorry, I'm calling it football. Um, I, I know what you mean. Teams, yeah. All their teams in their first game back after the China virus, instead of sporting their own numbers, they're going to sport Black Lives Matter. <laughs> on the, so instead of number 10 um, Messi or number 10 whatever the player, they will say number 10 Black Lives Matter. That's that's so silly. That That is so silly, but not surprised. Not not surprised in the least bit. You know, you, you got you got to be woke nowadays. Yep. I mean, it's completely, it's not good. I don't like it. I want it. Not at all. But you know, hey, today's real busy, so I got time for one more topic, then I got to get to my next call. So, yeah, this is just completely out of, of context, what they're doing. Look, um, I'll show you while we're speaking. Look, Premier League names with C. <laughs> Look. Yeah, I, I've, I've, seen it. I've seen it already, actually. So, yeah. And now you've got what's in the... Yeah, the Ch Chapelle 48, 46 special. Yeah, have, have you seen it yet? No. Yeah, you you got to check it out. Bill. But I'm, I'm going to say this. I get, I get to the next call. I, I got a lot of calls online. I'm going to say this. Basically, Dave Chappelle's special uh, is new. Just came out on Netflix called 846. Uh, you know, Chappelle's a comedian, right? But this special yeah. was not really, it wasn't comedy in my humble opinion. It wasn't funny. I did not find any humor in it. What it was was just crying about George Floyd and police brutality among black men. You know, and my thing is like, okay, if you want to do that, that's all right. But I'm, I'm not entertained. I'm not laughing. I'm just not really a fan. And I don't like that kind of material. So I don't get anything from that that can really help me, you know, to, to, to enjoy myself. I'm not really a fan. So, and if I got, I got a lot of calls on the line, so I'm going to get to a few more, man. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah. There's one thing I have to say before hanging up. Okay. It's really hard to find real comedy these days. Yeah, uh, tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I shall speak to you on Wednesday. Your right. time, Thursday, my time. I got you, boss. Thank you for the call, as always. Yeah. I'll speak to you then. All righty. Peace. Peace. Right, great call. Thank you for the tea. Appreciate you. All right, got, the, got that fresh tea on deck. You talking for a long time, getting like Hillary Clinton with the coughing and stuff. All right, let's get to the next call here. All right, caller. Oh, hey, how's it going, Anthony? Everything. Dude, I just, I just cannot believe the Chaz, man. <laughs> yeah, the Chaz is crazy, ain't it? Yeah, you know, but you know. Um, well, I see on there is that like they like I don't know if you know this, but. Um, on YouTube, if you put up like Chaz and then the they have like live feeds from the camera, it's like what it looks like. It looks like a crappy like festival or something. <laughs> There's just people endlessly walking around. There there is people on megaphones like directing people and stuff like that. It, it's just like it's just people walking around aimlessly and like demonstrating and like talking about their like uh opinions and views but i don't know it's in the morning and but you know what i think those cameras are like strategic though you know what i mean they don't want to paint oh no nah, yeah they, they won't they won't show you the you know that the meth spot 
where things are really going down. They, they won't show you everything. They'll show you some things they want you to see, but not everything. Yeah. Like, I was wondering, like, there's businesses in there, right? I'm pretty sure the residents and the businesses, they're probably all crazy, hawked up liberals. Like, you know what I mean? But, like, how long are they going to, like, let this go on? Like, what if they need to get deliveries? for their stores like how are they going to re replenish their inventory and all that stuff like well that? They're, they're they're mostly boarded up right now as far as businesses are concerned they're mostly boarded up I, I think there's a couple that are still trying to operate i don't know how they're operating but they're, they're mostly boarded up right now because there's just too much stuff happening outside and if you look dude on the on the roof uh on one of the buildings and one of the feeds there's people standing on the roof and it says i can't poop <laughs> I'm telling you, they probably have like sewage everywhere. Like oh, everywhere, sewage. yeah, yeah. Like, cause there's no bathrooms. I didn't like what? Are they, like, uh, like, are you gonna like a park bathroom? You're gonna have like 800 people go through there? Nah, not at all. And if you do, like, if you have like a little porter potty, that thing has been stacked to the Full. brim, like yeah. for the first day. <laughs> Full. Exactly. So, like, I, I, like, I don't, I don't get how long Seattle could have this because, like, you're gonna destroy the businesses. The residents there are gonna. Well, you know what? I think they're crazy too. They're just letting it go on, and then it's all like, eventually, they're just gonna get sick of it. I, I have no idea what they're gonna, they're planning. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do, but they figure figure something out because right now it ain't really working out too well. Well, you know, in the city. They said that the, they, they have it on the maps. It says Chaz, and it says, like, from June 6th to June 20th. Now, what do you call it? I don't know. if they, Are they going to plan something and probably, like, you know, uh, push them out? You know what I'm saying? Now, like, wait a minute. As far as, like, where is, is that a map that they have drawn up for themselves? It says, like, it'd be no, ending. I, I, I don't know. I think it was, like, if you go, like, I think, like, to the city or something. I can't remember what it is, but, like, um. I think it's like the city map or like the city hall map where it actually recognizes like Chaz, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone or whatever. And then it's like a new thing. And it says like from June 6th to June 20th, like I think it's from the city of Seattle. Oh. So like I think maybe like like June 20th, I think they're going to just be like, OK, that's enough. Like because like the precinct's there, right? Like they <laughs> Yeah, it's there. Yeah. And then who's that? Who's the police chief? The police chief's all like. Dude, if something bad happens, like there's a fire, and we can't get people through there, they're like dead, essentially. <laughs> yeah, they said, they said the response time is like um, like 16 minutes or something like that. So if you call the police out there, you're on your own, really. Just just get a gun and pray for the best. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, and you know, before you, and you go, I know there's tons of callers and all that stuff like that. I wanted to talk about Gone with the Wind, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. I remember, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the who's the actress? She was. Uh, what, what was her name? Uh, Manny or something like that. Hattie McDaniel. Hattie McDaniel. Yeah, for her character name, right? Oh, Mammy. Yeah, Mammy. She came out there and she even she even cursed out the the slave owners, right? Sure did. Yeah, she did. And, and then like even like Clark Gable, in that part was like, he was a he was like a plantation owner, but then I even he like. He told him that he didn't support the Confederates. He was all like, <laughs> you guys are going to lose. You know that, right? Right. Like, <laughs> the, the North has railroads. We don't have any of that. <laughs> yeah. And I was all like, like, like they, it's about the antebellum South, but like, 
it, it pains the it pains the Confederates even like a still like they blamed them for even like the I think even for the sackdown burning of Atlanta they told them well like you know we brought we we engaged this we deserved it like not deserve it but like it's like it's probably our comeuppance like you know what they try to rationalize it man I don't know man I just and they're defacing Churchill like you know it's all like oh come on man like. The British were like the first to outlaw slavery. <laughs> right. People are crazy. Like they, they even defaced um, like here in the States, they, they defaced the statue of an abolitionist. It's like, uh, what, are, what are we doing? I mean, you're not, there's no brain power going on here. It's ridiculous. But hey, man, thank you for your call. I got a lot of calls online. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Thanks. All right. Shout out to the caller. And the phone lines are jumping. So if you can't get, if it's hard to get through, I'm sorry. I understand. I, I'm right there with you. I empathize with you. I, I feel your pain. But please keep on, keep, just bear with me. That's all I ask. And shout out to everybody in the building. If you have not hit the like button yet, hit the like button for me. Just hit it one time. You don't got to do it a bunch of times and it's free. Hit the like button. And if you are a brand new viewer and you're not subscribed yet, go ahead and subscribe right now. Also, if you want one of these hats that I got on my head, the We Do People, or anything else. I got the Trump Pence 20, all kind of hats. You can go to my website, ablmerch.com, and it can be right there for you. That should work just fine. Matter of fact, let me put the actual link in there so you can go get to it right quick. There you can go to ablmerch.com. You can go to Teespring, and it should come pop right on up. There we go. ABOMerch.com will link to that very same site. It's the same thing. You can get all the merch right here. And let me get to the next call. No locane, what's happening? Hey, what's up? Everything's good, man. What's happening? Uh, not much, man. Like, you, you can't have me waiting on the line like this. I'm a VIP scrub. <laughs> right? like, come on, man. Get your act together. <laughs> yeah, but uh, interesting stuff. It's been an interesting week. Um, there's this lady... She's a broadcaster. Her name is uh, Wendy Mesley. I'm not sure if you've heard of her. She's a Canadian broadcaster? No, I've not. Okay, so she she's had this TV show for a long time. I think it's called The Weekly. And recently she's been having a lot of radicals come on, like people from Black Lives Matter and Antifa, you know, like the Canadian chapters, mm. and giving them a platform. They're, they're giving out these crazy ideas, like we need to defund the police and all that. So she was um, reading an article and she she said the the n-word right wait 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 hold on so she was she was reading the article and just it had the word in it okay exactly and she she said that word and now there's this whole outrage and she's been suspended her show has been put on hold and right she she had this uh heartfelt apology and all these these guests that she had on these nobodies they've all turned their back on her Right there, condemning her, saying, hey. you see, this is systematic racism. <laughs> hey, you know what? If you live by the sword, you die by the sword. Exactly. And and my point is, because I, I come from Zimbabwe, I think I've told you this before. Uh, we were, my, my, my mother was involved in politics with Mugabe. She worked very closely with him. And this is the same kind of thing that happened with Mugabe. They had the war and they, they had a whole bunch of factions get together, right? And then after the war, what Mugabe did was he basically slaughtered a bunch of people. Like they got together to to you know to get our independence, 
but they had differences in, in opinion about certain things. And Mugabe just slaughtered a whole bunch of people from like 1983 until I think until 1987, like thousands of civilians being publicly executed. And it's, it's terrifying because I'm seeing a similar thing happening in North America, more specifically in Canada, right? We're giving these people the platform and we, we think that it's going to be for our good. But once they have the power, man, I'm telling you, that that's why I, I think it's really important that Americans take this seriously. They're, they're destroying your historical monuments. They're looting. They're rioting. They're trying to start their own uh, their own countries, which is similar to Zimbabwe, where Mugabe had his goons um, take over the land. Remember when he kicked out all the white people and all his goons, they came in and they were very incompetent. They didn't know what they were doing, and that crashed the economy. So I, I, I just saying, like, I see this happen in Zimbabwe. That's the reason I came to Canada, and I'm seeing a similar thing, and it's terrifying. So I just wanted to send the message to everyone: just pay attention to what's going on. Like this, this isn't a joke. It, it'll start off small. You look at these people and you'll laugh, but this is gonna spread, and <laughs> you got to do something. Like get involved. That's that's the only message that I wanted to tell. To tell, I don't want to take too long, and have a great show, man. Peace. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Hey, that was right on point. Right on point. You know, you can't just say, like, that's why I'm really mad at the mayor of Creato, Jenny Durkin, talking about, oh, what's a block party, all this and that. No, no, no. This is serious. You can't just let this whole thing go on. End it right now. Because not only can it spread in Seattle, it could also spread to other cities. Shout out to Asheville, North Carolina, for stopping it right, nipping, nipping it right in the butt. It's like, nope, it won't start here. There will be no compound. There will be no commune, nothing like that. We're going to stop it right now. Okay. It's, it's deadly serious. This is why every election year, these kind of battles are waged because people understand what is at stake. You know, it's really serious. But shout out to everybody who was called in. And we got quite a few calls on the line. Let me get to the next call. All right, call you on the line. For someone who am I speaking to? Hi, this is Jamie. I'm calling from Canada. How you doing? ABL? Yes, indeed. Everything is great. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not, yeah, I wanted to just ask you, I actually kind of want to get your comments. I'm watching this uh, coverage on CNN of the incident that just happened in Atlanta. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, it's out of control as far as I'm concerned. I mean, everything I've seen appears to show this latest shooting as a justified shooting. But the way the media is portraying it, it says another unjustified shooting, and it's almost like they're uh, egging on the, the protesters to view this as another unjustified shooting. And they I'm are. Thinking like, this is if this is how if this is how the media is going to portray every every um, interaction between the police and someone in the black community. How are the police supposed to do their job? They can't under these circumstances. They, they can't. But see, you know what? These people don't really care about that. They're all just, just concerned about just trying to get numbers, trying to get ratings, trying to get reviews, and also just trying to, you know, bolster the Democratic Party because for some reason they think that this is going to make the Democratic Party stronger, even though the shootings happen in mostly Democratic areas. Like, I don't, I don't really understand how that makes any sense. But that's, what they, that's what they're trying to say. They're trying to say that Trump is responsible. It's his rhetoric that did it, all kind of stuff. It's crazy how they're doing, and it's really irresponsible and quite dangerous but they don't really care and they don't care also that when they do stuff like this it makes the police less effective in these areas where they have to be because you got high crime a lot of time people that live in these areas are going to be less safe you saw in chicago was a prime example of it when all these so-called rioters and protesters came to chicago and started tearing the city up 
you had to have all the police resources get diverted to those areas where things are going on, a bunch of fires and whatnot. The people that live in Chicago every day, just the regular citizens, were left defenseless. And as a result, you had the highest number of murders in recorded history in Chicago. So that's that's yeah. what that's that's gonna be the end result, but they don't care about that. Yeah, I mean the question I have, ABL, and this is probably rhetorical, is how do the police uh, effectively police the black community in this environment? I, I don't see how they do it. And they can't really they, they not not in this environment. But see the thing is, you gotta have strong local government. If the government locally is strong, then it won't make a difference, okay? Because like Atlanta, Georgia the government in Georgia, the governor is strong, Brian Kemp, but the mayor of Atlanta, Keisha Lance Bottoms, is weak. She had a good little talk a couple weeks ago, and that was fine. But then when you say, oh, well, the guy that shot the guy should be fired without even having any kind of investigation, nothing, you say he should be fired, that's bad leadership. And then you had the police chief get fired, um, not fired, but resigned, probably resigned because Keisha Lance Bottoms, okay, not allowing her to do her job very well. So you, you can't really have this kind of leadership and that, that will have this kind of environment. If the national environment is one thing, but you have strong leadership locally, you can kind of offset the effects. Just like in North Carolina, where they had that little camp try to sprout up, they killed it right away. Yeah. You know, but if it were Seattle, then it wouldn't happen. So you got to have strong leadership locally. People need to vote properly and vote the right way from now on. Well, the problem is where where the police are most needed in some of these cities are all democratic, democratically controlled cities, and they're all just given into the mob from what I see. So it doesn't seem like they're they have the appetite to do the right thing in this situation. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. But if they don't do it, then that's going to be a problem. But I, I don't know what the solution is to it. Well, ABL, I uh kind of new to, to your channel i really appreciate what you're doing keep doing what you're doing keep fighting for us and um yeah thanks for taking my call thank you for the call definitely appreciate you okay bye-bye shout out to the call that's a very good point how can the police be effective in the black community and a lot of these low-income areas if they don't have the support from you know local governments in, in, a, in a national environment where everything is anti-cop i hate the police all this and that and the third what are you really going to do that's a very good question. All right, let me get to the next call. 319 on the line, who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Jacob. All righty, man, what's going on? Is this ABL? Yes, it is. Oh, it's going good. Nice to, nice to talk to you, man. So oh. I just had one question. Really, that was it. Uh, I've seen a lot about this Black Lives Matter uh, funding and a lot of people donating to it. Um, I was just curious as to where the money was going. I have, I've kind of looked it up. Haven't really found anything, and yeah. Okay, I'm now curious. Yeah, I think what you're referring to is where you go to their site and it goes to the Act Blue uh, platform for donation. Um, now, from what I've read, and don't quote me on it, but because I, I could be wrong, but from what I've read, Act Blue is what liberal Democrats use to raise money. It's kind of like a, a like a, a funneling, like a, a money funneling system you could donate through now i don't know if all the money goes to black lives matter or if some of it goes elsewhere the money could go through that system and then go straight to black lives matter if you go to black lives matter's website so prime example you go to blm whatever it is you want to donate when you do that a link pops up that says act blue in the url 
that money could just go through Act Blue and then go straight to Black Lives Matter. Or it could go straight to some other charities that Act Blue has. I don't really know because I don't have any kind of way to look into their financials to see exactly where it's going. But what I do know from 100% certain is that they use the same platform that Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden, all the left, all everybody on the left uses. So that's a fact. So when people say, oh, it's not really political and stuff like that, that's false. If it were not political, why did you use the Democratic Party's um, donation platform or, or the left's donation platform? It's very simple what's going on. For sure. Yeah, I was just curious about that. You know, I, I think it would be great if it was going to help people whose businesses have been looted and burned down, like bl- black people per- predominantly. I mean, that's what it's for, you know. I mean, I think it's just kind of sad if it's not going towards the right thing. But if it's going towards the right thing, I think that's great. But you know what, ABL, keep doing you, man. Keep doing God's work. Uh, we appreciate you, man. Take care. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you. That's a good call. But you know what? One thing about Black Lives Matter, I don't like Black Lives Matter anyway, because I feel like every time I see them, anytime they're prominent, it's just about destruction. There's always destruction. What's going on right now in Seattle? You have Black Lives Matter out there with Antifa. They're joining forces like Voltron, right, to create a super crackhead team. You understand? Crack meth. Like I was saying earlier, Chaz, a little zone they have up there in Seattle. Chaz, C-H-A-Z, stands for Crack Heroin Amphetamine Zone. That's what's going on right now. Black Lives Matter getting geeked up. So are Antifa and everybody else is out there. That's what's happening. All right, let me get to the next call. All right, calling you on the line. 847, who am I speaking to? Hi, Anthony. My name is Ashley. I'm just calling in from Boston. All righty. What's going on? Uh, I just want to say real quick before my question that I think you are the real deal. And I really appreciate your honesty and standing up for what is right instead of quote-unquote, liked in the media's eyes. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. No problem. Um, So my question for you is, have you seen and what do you think of the I Take Responsibility video on YouTube posted on ITR? It basically has like a bunch of celebrities on it. I saw that. That was that was super cringe. I mean, that that was (laughs) that that was cringe beyond cringe. I I couldn't even watch all of it. I was like, oh, man, this is crazy. And same here. I I was Go ahead. That the were blocked. What do you say now? Had like 12, they had 12,000 dislikes and the comments were blocked. Like, <laughs> that, that is hilarious. But you know, the, the funniest thing to me was the parodies of it. I think the parodies had more truth in it than the actual original video itself. Oh my gosh, I haven't seen those yet. Oh man, it was one by Nicole Arbor and she was talking about... I gotta check those parodies out. <laughs> yeah, and she said... um. She was parried in them talking about I'm just doing this because I, I I'm doing this because I so I won't get sued or so I had to pay a bunch of money. It was really good. Check hers out. I think it was one more guy with some real long hair and a big beard. He did one, but the parodies are more funny than the actual, you know, thing. Oh my gosh, I definitely will. And um, I just think your like whole community of subscribers. I found your channel last week. I just think everyone has a good head on their shoulders, and it gives me like hope for the future that not everyone is brainwashed by extreme, you know, leftist media. Well, that's a very good. Thank, I thank you for that. I definitely appreciate you for your very kind words. No problem. Thanks for having me on, Anthony. And I take care. You too. All right. Shout out to the caller. Now, I was speaking about Nicole Arbor and her um her parody of that cringe video. Let's check it out right quick. This is on her Twitter page, and let's let's see it here. 
don't want to be cancelled. Don't want to be cancelled. I 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 think this format is really played out and we should really stop doing it. We're pandering. We are not actually in this with you. Hopefully, if I do this video, no one will make me donate money. This is part of my probation for drinking and driving. So when I see any parent, when I see anything that's like trying to be like, oh, we're with you, all this, that, and the third, that's kind of how they look. They look kind of ridiculous. They look like clowns to me. I don't take it seriously at all. And I feel like anytime I see a business doing it, it's just a marketing strategy. You know, I'm in marketing, been there since I've been like in high school, really, or at least college as far as marketing is concerned. And now I'm, I'll be 36 this year, so I know all about marketing. <laughs> this, this is just marketing. This is just strategy. This is just trying to get, you know, you're trying to give a message. You're trying to say, hey, I'm woke. I'm on your side. I'm your friend. Please don't sue me. Please don't cancel me. Please don't dig in my Twitter history from 14 years ago and pull up a tweet that, you know, can be seen as racist. Please don't do that. That's kind of what I see when I see these um, black and white little begging videos. Yeah, but the original one, that was just straight cringe. Cringe over 5,000. Mike from Queens, what's happening? Hey, Anthony, how you doing? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Yeah, same here. The world is uh, continuing to burn uh, to burn up in front of us. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, man. How is New York right now? Uh, it's, uh, I mean, where, I, where I've been, uh, I've, I mean, I've seen some protests, but not, not crazy. Uh, one of my friends was a cop. He's, uh, he was down there two weeks ago when uh, they had the riots at the, you know, by the Barclays Center, and he got into it with some of these people. They're, these people are out of their mind. I'm sorry, but as I see it right now, these protests need to, needs, need to be crushed. Um, you know, they're just they're just doing anything without any kind of pushback with, uh, you know, pulling down the statues and the, the Molotov cocktails, you name it. Yeah, it's crazy. And, you know, people don't really understand. They say, oh, well, so what? Is this a Confederate statue? It's like you're not even really understanding. You're looking at it very in a small, narrow-minded point of view, number one. And they're tearing down statues. They're tearing down, you know, history. They're destroying property. It's a general era of lawlessness that once you give them a pass to do it, they're going to continue to do it. And then what's next? What are they going to tear? Like, if they tear down the one thing, it's like, okay, let's move on to the next thing. Let's tear that down as well. Same thing with Seattle. They have the six city blocks. They're going to get more if they're not stopped right now. Stomp it, in the, nip it in the bud right now so it does not get any worse. So you're right about that. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, I mean, they're all drugged out up in Seattle anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. You know, what is it? Seattle Seattle's like, we're, no offense to anybody listening or, or listen to the stream from Seattle, but it's like one of the most depressing cities in the, in, in the world. Yeah, it's not because you got you got rain all the time, and then you have a bunch of drug addicts just meandering around all over the street. Yeah, um, and just going down to you know what happened in Atlanta. I mean, you know, it's like what 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 else can go wrong? <laughs> when it rains, it pours, right? Yeah, when it rains, it pours. What else can go wrong? I mean, you know, these lawyers, the the the, the law, they already hired lawyers. They're on the scene. Oh, uh, the lawyer made a statement. Oh, maybe if the offer was uh, was more empathetic. I'm like, wait a second. Everybody can, everybody who's a lawyer or has an IQ of 140 can, everybody can sit back and armchair quarterback this. You're not in that officer's position. I love these people who, who never done the job before. Right. And how they can judge police officers. I mean, you know, listen, like we said, there's, there's bad cops out there, but come on now. 
Yeah, it's crazy. You know, they're talking about, oh, you can't do this kind of hole. You can't do that kind of hole. It's like, well, I mean, who died and made you the grand arbiter of police training, you know, and, and fighting and understanding what's going on out there in the street, people that are on drugs that are very strong. You know, these things aren't very well thought, uh, thought through. It's kind of like knee-jerk reactions. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm sick of these, uh, and I'm sick of the white liberals with the, with the bowing down and kneeling. Listen, I don't bow down to nobody. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm proud to be white. I know you're proud to be black. You know what, we're proud to be Americans. This is, this nonsense has got to stop. You know, there's the old saying, you're rather dying on your, die on your feet than live on your knees. That's right, 100% correct. You know, it, it makes me sick with the, with this and, um, you know, even even people like you, Candace Owens, Brandon Tatum, getting a lot of heat, you know, from the uh, you know from the black liberals and whatnot for standing for, for for standing up for something that you people believe in, and constantly getting chastised is is really ignorant. You know, they're always constantly using emotion instead of logic. Yeah, that's all the time. But you know, we can't. You know, some are going to get afraid and just back down, but we can't because if we don't step up. If we back down, then who's going to stop it? Who's going to prevent this whole thing from just getting out of control? We got to no. resist it. Exactly. Thank God you have this good level-headed uh, and smart people like you and whatnot leading this movement. And uh, you know what? That's why. That's why people like you. You know, you advance. You know, you're not you're not left behind. These people are constantly being left behind. It's they're more they're more concerned about waiting online for a a, a pair of two hundred dollar Jordans or two hundred fifty dollar Jordans than actually going out there, getting a job and working hard, going to school. And, you know, like you talked about on how, you know, like you've talked in the past about on how when someone graduate, when someone graduates college, they don't, you know, have a big celebration. They rather, you know, put that resources towards throwing a, <laughs> a, a the big party for the gangbanger that just did five years uh, for, for robbery or whatever, you know? Correct. 1000% correct. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, listen, I know you're busy. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, have a good night. All right. Great call for my man, Mike from Queens. Excellent call as always. My man. All right. The phone lines are jumping. Um, I'm going to try to get to everybody as soon as I can. You guys on the drill. The number to call is 434-658-1220. And if you want to get in through Skype, you could be on video right here in the bottom left-hand corner of the screen. There is an email for that in the description box below the video. Hey, pardon me. Oh, and if you are just now tuning in to the channel, go ahead and like the video. Push that like button. And if you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're doing. Might as well subscribe. This is going to be a great place, great community, great content. Did I tell you want it or no? If I did tell you want it, click that subscribe button and click the bell right beside it. When you click that bell, you get notification when I go live and or post a new video. So let's go ahead and get to the next call. 843, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Eight. Hello? Yes, eight four three. Who am I speaking to? Oh, hello. Caller, listen to me now. Talk to talk to the phone, not not to not the screen. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, so what's going on? Oh, hi. Oh, hi. I can't believe you got my call. Holy crap. Um, uh, I've basically been following you for like a week, like a week, I think. And um, I really like your stuff. I'm not easily involved in politics. But like you're like I guess like you're different like different like up from like the rest of the black people and um I want to comment on when when Joe Biden said the whole like you ain't black thing if you don't vote for him and stuff like that and 
that's when I kind of like, I guess, like kind of like woken up a little bit because it kind of hit personal because, um, um, like back, like back when I was like young and stuff, I used to get called, I'm not black and like basically all kinds, you know, the words like Oreo and like, you know, you act white all because I want, all because I was like different and like want to be like, you know, an engineer and stuff like that. And it makes me kind of angry because, um, black people get mad at what Joe Biden said, but they don't get mad at like black people calling me those type those type of words like you ain't black and stuff like that and it like did make it kind of disappoints me and with like i'm um where i'm at there's like protesters out right now they won't be out for long um i think it's 11 p.m problems with i think uh, 11, 11 p.m curfew but every time i like see the black lives matter i just i can't as a black person i just can't support them because those are the same people that like treated me wrong and so like if I even like dare say this, I know like my I know some of my family members would, like really like lynch me from a tree because like <laughs> think they will literally like they will like think that I'm crazy for even thinking that and like I don't know if you ever had that experience, but like like being treated like wrong by other black people all because you're different. I'm sure you will be treated wrong like by my family because you're conservative and stuff like that. And like I just wanted to like put that out like in my experience and like how you kind of like kind of inspire me to like kind of speak up and say like and like basically speak up to my family about hey i'm different like like not i don't have to follow the sheep like what a lot of black people do so like i like to thank you like you, you're like amazing <laughs> <laughs> well you're, you're very welcome i'm glad i can be that that for you because you know I, I like to just i've always been the kind of guy that walks to the beat of my own drum i've always been like that so i never really got heat when i was like like actually in my, my walk in life for being different because everybody just pretty much respected it but um you know, now that I'm on the Internet and I've become conservative because when I was younger, I was not conservative. But now that I'm conservative, I get people that are online saying a bunch of things, but never really in person. Now, okay, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of tall, I'm like 6'3", so I don't really get people to try to come up to me and say nothing crazy. But online, everybody has that keyboard warrior spirit in them, and they want to come out there and say, you're a coon, and throw a big uh, Oreo spear in my direction through their internet. But what they don't know is that it can't actually touch me. I don't even really care. I delete, I, I delete all the emails I get, and if it's a comment on my YouTube channel, I don't even read it. I don't care. So... You know, I think that um, some people are kind of afraid to be themselves, but once you're really yourself, you're going to find peace, you're going to find happiness, you're going to find whatever you want. So to anybody out there that's listening, you know, let us, you know, lady on the phone, let all of us just inspire you to be yourself. Don't be afraid. Be you. Like, thank you. Like, I wish, like, I kind of wish that, like, I wish, like, the, um, my people just, like, I rather, I rather, like, someone call me white through, like, email or in or non-person, but like having it like set it right in front of your face, it kind of takes a blow <laughs> to like, like here I am trying to do good for the black community, but then like I get destroyed just because like I'm doing a, the so-called white men's job, and I'm like, yeah, but you know what? I want to <laughs> help. But but haters never prosper. Haters are always going to hate. That's what their full-time job is. And when you're doing your thing and being true to yourself, you're always going to be successful, regardless of what the situation is. Haters are always going to be defeated. So I don't even really care about that. You shouldn't care about that either, man. Keep keep on doing your thing. Yeah, it's hard to like. I'm trying to get there, like not caring about it, because like like I know that their hate is like I'm still going to pursue, because like I'm going to graduate in about literally two like two semesters. I'm still freaking happy. Are, are you graduating like, high school or college? Black people. 
um, college. I'm, um, I'm majoring in biomedical engineering, and, like, uh, that's why they talk about me, because they're like, that's the white man's job. Oh, so it's a, it's, it's, a, it's, like, a, it's a white man's job to be successful, to be intelligent. I mean, I can't even get into that. You're smarter than I am, so, so it's a white man's <laughs> job to be intelligent. So my, my question to them would be, okay, if it's the white man's career to be intelligent, then what is a black man's career to be unintelligent? How does that make any sense? Yeah, that's why I tell my family all the time. I tell them that. I'm like, do you want me to be dumb? <laughs> like, right. I'm trying to make a good example. And that's why y'all, like, you know, doing Black Lives Matter over George. Like, what? it was tragic what happened to George Floyd. But, like, why can't you march for me, like, for being successful? Right. Exactly. Like, it's just, like, kind of, it's, like it's like hypocrisy and, like, like I'm so glad like my family don't don't watch you because they really would have killed me. But like <laughs> like thank you so much. Like you keep keep like keep being different because it's nice to see different black people who are like me, kind of like us, for the outcasters and stuff like that. So like, well, I'm a big fan of yours, even though I've only, only been like watching you for a week and stuff. But I want to keep you busy because you got like a lot of calls. But like thank you so much. Like you inspire me so much. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right, thank you. All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah, keep on keep on doing your thing. Somebody said that I was offended about what Dave Chappelle said about Candace Owens. I mean, it's just my opinion. When I do a video, I'm going to just tell you how I think. I thought that he was wrong for saying that, but I'm not going to be, you know, crying to my sheet every night because somebody said something about somebody that is my friend or something about me. You know, but I'm going to tell you if it was right or wrong, then that's it. And I move on. People ruminate over these things and they can't get over it, but you got to be able to press forward. People, you know, and my own family said, oh, don't do that. You were cool Uncle Tom. But I don't listen. I'm still I'm here doing what I do. I've always been the kind of guy to walk to the beat of my own drum. I don't let people say dictate how I behave. And that's one thing you could say what somebody says is wrong. And at the same time, they don't really care about it. All right. Let's get to the next call. All right. Caller. You know what I'm caller. Caller. Yes. Can you hear me? All right, caller, caller, you got to turn your speakers down for me now. I turned it off. All righty. Okay, what's going on? Hi. Um. So what I was thinking about talking about, I can't remember now. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I work as a nurse in Cleveland, Ohio, and it's really hard for, like, whenever I hear people talking all the time about, like, um, like stuff that's going on, I feel like I can't speak up. And I feel like that's the way a lot of people that think the way that we are right now are feeling because like, I don't like with this cancel culture going on, like I'm afraid that like, I'm going to like get in trouble because my work literally had like, like a little March and everything at work yesterday. So I think that everybody is scared to like say what they feel now because it's so against the norm and I don't want to like lose my job over something like this just because of the way that I think. Yeah, I hear you. I understand how that is. You know, you can't really speak out and say how you feel because it's against the grain. I understand that 100%. Um, but I think that a lot of us can, we're not in that position to where we can't say something. So if we can say something, we should speak for you, be your voice. You know, whatever you guys got going on, tell us, we could tell the world. You know, some people want to say, you know what, I don't care. I just forget it. I'm going to say what I want to say, and they're willing to risk it, and that's fine. But I can't expect everyone to risk it, so don't don't feel bad if you can't risk it. I understand, because you got things you got to take care of. you got responsibilities, I'm with you. So let us take care of it, and if you want to say anything, you can say it to me, and I can get it out there to the world. 
I mean, I really just think the way that everybody else in this chat is thinking and you're thinking, everybody is kind of thinking at my work because at the nurse's station, everybody's talking about this. And like, I just kind of stay to the shadows and keep quiet because I don't want to start beef with anybody because I'm close with everybody. Yeah. And I don't want to cause problems with the workplace because I see them all the time and I'm there for 12 hours. So yeah. I really cause any waves I, I understand i mean that's I'm, I'm the same way with my family you know when i go to family reunion visit my mom my dad i don't say anything about politics because they're not really with it and now i understand i respect that but i'm gonna still be myself i'm not gonna let how they feel dictate how i feel and how i vote you know you still feel the same way you feel you're gonna vote however you want to vote you're gonna do whatever you want to do but you don't have to necessarily bring that to work because then it creates all kind of problems then it's conflict for no real reason because people that are feeling like that they're not going to be changed, really. If they want to change, they'll come to it on their own. You can't really change them at that particular place. Just keep doing whatever you do and don't let them try to change your mind into being something that you don't want to be. Yeah. Oh, um, one more thing. I know that um, I think Ben Shapiro brought this up and he was talking about all this stuff with Chaz. I don't know if you heard that some girl uh, tweeted out that um the reason why they're looking for food is because they let homeless people in and they stole all their food correct yeah i saw that that's wild <laughs> <laughs> but you know people they don't really understand they don't understand the way the streets are that's why they that's why they don't understand the way the police have to operate because they don't know what happens now they know okay you think the homeless are just you know they're fine and everything's okay okay let them in and see what happens now all the food's gone what are we gonna do i don't know that's what happens and um one last thing I thought that this happened with one of my close friends. I grew up with her and I felt that it was really sad that all these, a lot of relationships are being torn apart because of all the controversy and everything with these topics, even though they really shouldn't be controversial. She um, was talking about how she had a really close uh, African-American friend and her daughter was two years old and her, the two year old daughter, she is her godmother. She's white. And she like her godmother is my friend and the two-year-old came up to her god to my friend and she's just like i don't want you to be my godmother anymore wow she's just like i don't i don't want any of your hate and i told her i'm just like that is so sad like that that and her mom put in a group chat with her and all the friends that she's been friends with for so long and she put in a group chat and said that like all this stuff about like how she never thought about the way that everybody else treated her and that now she sees everything that happened before and now it all makes sense the way that you guys acted and stuff like that out of nowhere, just because of all this stuff that happened now. And that two-year-old, that two-year-old doesn't know that. Like, how, why would you have that two-year-old mess up that good relationship that she had with her? Right, Like, exactly. to me, that's just... Yeah, that, that's crazy. But, I mean, that's just kind of the way things are nowadays. I mean, people got, got the kids out there protesting. It's like, okay, you got a little four- or five-year-old girl with a sign talking about Black Lives Matter. This is unfortunate, but these parents are really poisoning their kids. I feel like that should be kind of a form of child abuse, but unfortunately, it's not right now. Mm. All right. Thank you for taking my call. I can't believe I actually got in, <laughs> but thank, thank you for having your platform, and you're a great person to talk to and listen to, so I hope you have a good night. All right. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah. I mean, look, my thing is, leave, leave the kids alone. If you want to protest, you want to be rapper rouse or whatever, okay, that's fine. But leave the kids at the crib. Don't bring them in it. 
why you got these little kids out there being so angry? If you four or five years old, you should be playing with Pokemon or Barbies or something like that. You know, playing in the dirt, rolling around in dirt if you were a boy or something, playing with toy trucks. You shouldn't be out there talking about Black Lives Matter when you were a little boy. You shouldn't have any kind of politics. It's the same thing when you're trying to push gender identity and stuff like that on kids. That all should be kind of a form of child abuse. In my humble opinion, you're introducing very complicated and adult topics to children that cannot really process it. You're indoctrinating them. You're poisoning these kids. It's crazy. But, okay, Super Chats, I'm going to read those right quick, and then I'm going to get right back to the calls. Thank you all for Super Chat. You guys have been great tonight. Shout out to Adrian Spate for your Super Chat. I appreciate you. Thank you to uh, Colonel Polsky, who says, or Colonel Polsky, who says, respect from the UK. I'm going to have Polish, half Brit person whose dad fought for the Nazis, whose dad fought the Nazis, not fought for the Nazis. He physically fought the Nazis for six years, including with U.S. 9th Air Force or AF. We have had Antifa literally hide Churchill, Mandela, and uh, uh, what, Gandhi statues. Long live freedom. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. Shout out to Birds Nation 302 who says, I said, let them have it. Give them the sort of stimulus startup money in exchange have to give up their citizenship. Talking about um, <laughs> talking about uh, Chaz Zone. Yeah, give them a little bit of startup money and no citizenship. So then we went trying to come back to the U.S. Uh-uh. Nope. Now you got to try to barter a trade agreement, protection, all kind of stuff like that. And no access to the water and no access to the police, fire, military, nothing. No, you're on your own. Shout out to, um, let me see, John Modeski, who says, ABA may be my favorite political YouTuber. I appreciate you not being sensational about everything to get views like a lot of others. Keep it real. Hey, all I can do is be me. I can't do nothing else but be me. I'm not a Hollywood actor. Thank you for your donation. Definitely appreciate you. Shout out to Hank McCoy, who says they need to... Cut all rioters' welfare checks. There you go, 1,000%. But you know, in Friado, it's going to be kind of hard to do. You could be an illegal alien and get welfare benefits in Friado where everything is free. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Michael Skinner, who says, thank you, ABL. Thank you for your donation. I most certainly appreciate you. Shout out to GR for your donation. I appreciate it. Thank you to Ansel, my man, who says, Kente cloth comes from some of the biggest slave traders in history. It's okay to wear Kente, but Confederate statues should be removed. Uh-oh. Let's talk about some of that, the, the Ghanaians on the coast. You know, that's why West Africa is the way it is. Like, all these cities on the coast, like, right on the water. It's because it's where they would trade stuff, like slaves. They go inland and bring them to castles right there on the coast. So if you are a British, Portuguese, Spanish trader, all you got to do is just pull up to the coast and load slaves and then offload the goods. It's a slave trade. It wasn't a slave kidnap. It was a slave trade. Thank you for that. Most certainly appreciate you. Shout out to Tanya Landry for your donation with the thumbs up. Shout out to Michael Skinner for the donation. I appreciate you, boss. Thank you to Caddy Corner for becoming an ABO supporter, joining the channel as a member. Thank you to Ape Gorillo for your donation. Thank you to Wayne who says, Chaz is a comedy show and gun control is racist. <laughs> there you go. Thank you for that. Gun control is racist. Two-way all day for everybody. Shout out to GR who says, you are now my favorite political commentator. Thank you for that. I appreciate you, boss. Thank you to Sean Boheen. Hopefully I didn't butcher that. Who says, next time this happens, they'll use the alphabet group to make blacks bend the knee as they're higher on the progressive hierarchy. Yes, that's correct. You know, if it's an issue between blacks and LGBT, then it becomes the blacks will get thrown under the bus. Like it might have been some black LGBT or I'm, I'm going to just say what it was. It was some black streetwalkers that were transgender. They got murdered. And then they want to make it be like, this, you know, this whole big thing against the gay community. And then they want to throw black men under the bus talking about, oh, but well, we're not really ready for homosexuality. It's like 
<clears throat> if you out on the street doing that kind of work, it's dangerous in general, regardless of if you're LGBT or not. Shout out to um, Maggie May, who says Trump needs to let Seattle work out their own issues. Hey, but, you know, you got people in there that's innocent, like people that live in that area. It's like, what do you do? Just let them kind of just be on their own. Should you evacuate them and send them somewhere else? I'm not really sure what you do. Shout out to uh, Ronan Shanley, who says Trump could use the insurrection at 1807 to interfere with Seattle. He could. Thank you to Flick Story Entertainment, who says the new mayor of Chaz is Chaz Bono. <laughs> Thank you to Chris McDermott for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Shadows and Dust, who says love you, ABO. Thank you for your donation, man. Definitely appreciate your boss. Shout out to Diane and Banks for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Galen Spears, who says didn't someone deface the black Civil War memorial? Yes, they did. You had black Civil War soldiers, okay, that fought for the Union for their own freedom, okay? They defaced that statue. A couple more lines. He also says, I think it was this one featured in the movie glory yes it was one featured in the movie glory and that was the whole story about that yeah that was the whole story of glory they got a movie and everything but these morons to face it anyway i love that movie i watch it every once in a while correct crazy they also defaced an abolitionist statue a guy that wanted to end slavery 30 30 years before it actually ended so it's like what are you even doing you just defacing anything that looks like it's old I mean, where's the where's the thought process? There is no thought process. Shout out to Karen who says a Confederate flag is a battle flag. The KKK manipulated the sheep with it. Stand strong against the programming. Love you, ABO. Peace. Thank you for that. Most certainly appreciate you. And you know, the irony here is that the Confederate battle flag was a battle flag of Northern Virginia, where all these so-called woke progressives live at. So what's wrong? They don't want to own up to their own history. Pretty funny how that works. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Cal who says. Is it tough to constantly be pinned against other African-Americans in debates? I agree most of your stances. I just feel weird seeing you always have to debate people in your community. It's not weird. I do it every day anyway. I've been doing that since I've been a little boy. So how was it? You know, it's no different. I've been debating since I've been a little kid. You know, my parents were both in debate teams. So that's like I've been debating all my life against black people. You know, I'll debate anybody. I don't care. It doesn't really matter. I, I debated pretty much anybody. Anybody that calls in, anybody that anybody anywhere I'll debate. Shout out to Noah Erickson for becoming an ABL supporter. Thank you to Metal Dog for the donation. Thank you to Cashgrin Elite XV Elite, Elite XV who says, What do you think of the idea that this cancel culture is actually a version of McCarthyism? Uh that's, that's a good question. I think that it could be, for sure. Shout out to Ali Lou Lacey, who says, do you think Trump is holding back on the Insurgents Act because he's making the liberals in their own cities and states act? They can end it the crazy. Well, because if you do that now, that creates now that's going to create a political firestorm, really, because now you've got the military in the streets. That could be a really big problem. Shout out to Sparky, who says Spike Lee said that he hated the stars and bars, but that's a different flag than the battle flag, which is a controversial one. Common mainstream media era <laughs> yeah thank you for your donation definitely appreciate you shout out to uh joseph pa05 who says do you know of yuri bismanov if not you must he explains exactly what's happening yes i know about yuri bismanov former kgb uh flip came to the u.s talks about subversion and demoralization i've seen that a lot of times i've seen it to people and everything i've been knowing him for years yeah if anybody has not seen what he's talking about, Google, matter of fact, YouTube, Yuri Bismanov, Y-U-R-I-B-E-Z-M-E-N-O-V 
on YouTube right now. Watch everything that's about him. You'll see some real stuff. He, he lays out what's happening right now with the country perfectly. Thank you to Black War Gray Linus who says, why do people think cops are hunting black Americans when statistics don't show that at all? Is it the media? Got in an argument recently and the person was on that garbage nonsense. It's the media mostly, yes. And politicians working together with the media for sure. Thank you to Sienna who says, number one fan, appreciate you for that. Thank you to Alabaster Smudge who says, I'm a San Francisco help. <laughs> Thank you to Blazing Hogs who says, ABO Savage Moments, shout out from Justin Lee Peterson. Yeah, shout out for him. Thank you to Kenny Walsh who says, just ran across your channel the other day. You are an extremely smart man and I love what you have to say. Spot on and you have my admiration, sir. By the way, my 54-year-old white male stay strong. Thank you for your donation, man. Definitely appreciate you for your comments as well. Shout out to Alfred Guns who says, do you think cops should walk and let these cities fail, fall? No, I don't think so because you have a lot of innocent people that are going to be left defenseless. So I don't think that the people should suffer because of the leadership wanting to abandon their citizens. You know, at a certain point, it's just people helping people. Thank you to Jimmy B who says, how about these polls showing Sleepy Joe in the lead? They had Hillary winning at 97%. The polls mean nothing. We know that from last time. They said, 98, like I said, 98% for Hillary last time. And what happened? She got something to wine. So these polls mean nothing. You see Joe Biden out there. He's like a corpse. Weekend at Bernie's. You understand? Thank you to Max Dominguez who says, shout out from Indiana, normally in Texas, visiting family and working across the USA. Keep up. Keep rocking ABL. We'll do. Thank you to Sparky who says, liberal media asked about, asked dad if he would have shot the armed robber if he was white. Dad answered, he was white. There you go. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you to Fried Cash for your donation. Thank you to GR who says, Hispanic male here. You're not my favorite commentator. I'm an army retiree and now public school teacher. You're very brave for speaking out. I suggest you write a book and do more debates. I think I will write a book. I've been kind of pondering that for years, honestly, even before YouTube. So I will do more debates. Thank you for that. Shout out to Talix001 who says, riots will come back or something else. If Biden is behind in polls, it's going to be a real roller coaster all summer long. Um, the polls, they, they'll keep the polls where they are as him winning, I think, in my humble opinion. Even if he's obviously losing, they'll still show him winning. And you know what? One thing about polls is kind of unreliable because if you get a phone call and say, hey, who are you going to vote for? Would you admit you're going to vote for Trump? You might be kind of scared to do that. So that might be kind of misleading. The, the numbers can be misleading because you're not getting accurate information from people that you're calling. Thank you to Double O Tyrone who says, I love it when you debate, you be giving them the business hands down. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you to Zord Rap who says, ABO number one. Thank you for that. Shout out to High Priestess of the Dark Underworld who says, Black Lives Matter hasn't funded any programs to benefit blacks. No, they haven't, not at all. They benefit themselves. Thank you to Meme JPEG who says, We were all Americans, black, white, yellow, red, blue, purple, gray, candy stripe. <laughs> That's what makes us so awesome. USA Forever, Second Amendment, Patriots Stand Up. 100%. Thank you for that. Shout out to Sean Jones, who says, salute to ABL and your content. Thank you for your donation and your very kind words. Shout out to Pam Patrick, who says, thank you for all your honesty. Keep getting the word out. We'll do. Can't do nothing else. Thank you to Captain America Shazam, who says, thank you, ABL, for sending for truth, justice, and the American way. Happy birthday, President Trump. Happy flat day, 614. Well, that's tomorrow. This is birthday tomorrow. MAGA, God bless. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to JB, who says, just wanted to donate and say you are a great American. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Joseph PA, who says, Yuri Bismanov, you guys need to look into him. Absolutely. Thank you to Maxwell Griffin for becoming an ABO supporter. Shout out to Sparky, who says, leave it to, up to Seattle. Don't take the bait, Trump. Thank you to Wayne Bourne for becoming an ABO supporter. Shout out to Real Life, Bethany Ray. And back to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. 678, you're on the line. I'm speaking to you. 
you are a great American. Thank you for your donation. Six, seven, eight. You're on the line. I'm speaking to. Hello. Speaking. We got feedback in the background, boss. Well, turn speakers down in the background for me. Your speakers in the background, turn them down for me. Turn down. Hi, I was just watching your channel. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself? I'm doing very, very well. Thank you so much for answering the phone. I've uh, been so concerned about the things going on around you know, that I just wanted to speak with a like-minded human being, and uh, I just uh, had a couple of things that I'd like to say, and and did you say that it would be back in a minute, or I'm, am I on with you now? You laugh right now, boss. Oh, there he is. Um, well, the first thing I wanted to say was that in Gone with the Wind, the Mammy character is a mother figure to these people. Their mother obviously doesn't take care of them or teach them anything. She's a socialite. Their father is uh, a socialite, and Mammy takes care of them. That's right. That's right. You know, and that's the the number one thing I wanted to say. She, they, they love her and respect her. Uh, probably more than even her mother and I think that Hattie McDaniel did the most fantastic job that a person possibly could and she properly won the Oscar and it was a it's a it's a beautiful thing if you know really what is going on there you know and uh between the relationship between Hattie McDaniel and the and the rest of the actresses you know they had such respect for her you know they would get advice from her you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, you, you're right Other on point. That, but, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I say, like, I was agreeing with you. You're right on point. But people, they're kind of embarrassed of the character. You know, they they don't want that character to be out there. They want to have their own version of what they think a black person should be, be presented rather than uh, Miss McDaniel. Right. I I uh, I love Miss McDaniel, and I love the character of Mammy. You know, I grew up with that, and when I saw uh, Scarlett and Mammy's interaction, you notice the only person in the house that really even talks back to Mammy is Scarlett. You know, everybody else just is like, if you watch the movie often, I've watched it two or three times in my life. It's a very long movie. You don't watch it very much, but uh, if I can, I'll talk about something else now that's that situation in Seattle is absolutely ridiculous. I feel like those people are as weak as uh, badly made Kool-Aid. And they, you know, the, to just let those children go out there and take over their city is absolutely ridiculous. And I'm just so glad to be able to have a platform like this to uh, represent that on. I agree with you 100%. You right on point. And you know, if they don't do anything to stop it, it's going to continue and then it'll get worse. It really is. Did you know, let me ask you this. Did you know that in the past 3 weeks this is confirmed that Russia has been uh 
sending bomber squadrons to test our borders. We have had, our fighters have had encounters with Russian bombers three times in the past week or, or week and a half or something like that. And what do you think about our country's security with all of this nonsense going on? And do you think that, uh, that BLM or Antifa could be receiving outside uh, fundage for uh, for uh, uh, corruption of what do they call it destabilization. That's possible. That most certainly is possible. But I think that the military will probably have much more intel than they would have. So they, they try to do anything like you know to damage a nation from an international point of view. Then I think the FBI, I think the government would really be on top of that more than some of these loosely um, fun, like these loosely organized groups would be able to do. But thank you for your call, man. Right, I definitely right. appreciate you. Thank you so much, and thank you so much for speaking to me, ABL. Uh, I, as soon as I learn how to, uh, I, my computer's broken right now. I'm watching you on my TV, actually, um, and I'll send some money, man. Get some merch. I love what you're doing, man. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Have a great day, brother. All right. Shout out to the caller. All right. The phone, the, the, the number to call is 434-658-1220. There's a Skype email in the description box. You can get on that. You can go on and come on if you can get through. All righty. Let me see. Let's go. All right, caller, who are we speaking to? Caller on Skype. Hey, ABL. Hello. Big fan, ABL. How are you doing? Everything's great about yourself. Great. I, my phone's actually safe late so they can hear you. I'm, I'm having a hard time hearing you. Are you, like, away from the phone? I'm going to try. Hello? Can you hear me now? I hear you well, yes. All right, great. I felt like I was on a commercial. My kids <laughs> stayed up late so they could hear you. <laughs> um. Well, to your point to the last caller, he was talking about Gone with the Wind. Um, we talk about culture, and culture is very important in America. And I think Gone with the Wind was a big part of American culture and coming through that that divide, you know. So with Hattie McDaniels, she was the respected leader in that role. And... I know when I saw her in and I encountered her and I watched it and I loved her in her role. So I think it was very important. Oh, yeah, it, it definitely was. But see, some people just get embarrassed at how she was behaving. And, you know, they don't they, they look at more just appearances, how people look rather than the substance of the character. And I feel like they may feel the same way about some of their own family members, which is kind of sad, really. Look at somebody for their character and what they actually do rather than how you think they're behaving. If it's not proper or if it's not couth or whatever you want to say. Oh, absolutely. So, you look again, it goes back to culture, like how we're raised. It goes back to like the deep, you know, and, and you want to point to the deep south. Well, I mean, I had uh, my my history goes way back, way, way back. But uh I mean, there there is an inherent, you know, um, connection to the culture if it's black or white. And I think that the I think what's missing is, you know, they're tearing down monuments, but they're missing the history. This is not a a flag of um, oppression. It's a it's a 
you know, a, a battle flag. And it wasn't just white folks. It was, it was the South. So the South was in itself a culture and it wasn't, it wasn't just about slavery. It was about states' rights. And I think a lot of that is lost in today. Uh, I mean, I, I homeschool both of my kids and because I want them to have the solid foundation of family and, and respect for each other. So, you know, I, I don't give in to the government brainwashing. And again, with all this, uh, you had a caller last week. I, I, we listen to, listen, if, yeah, we listen to you every single day when we're on the way to the farm yes. to feed the horses. <laughs> my, you see, my yeah, kids are excited. My kids are excited. They're like, it's ABL. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's, it, it's a matter of just understanding each other and finding where we come from. And I think this, this leftist, let's take over and, you know, beat you down with this idea. I don't think a lot of Americans are on board with that. I mean, I grew up the same time you did. We're around the same age. I'm tur- I turned 40 last year and we are just not on board with that. I, I didn't see that kind of stuff. I went to a predominantly black school growing up and, you know, I ran track and, you know, I kind of fit in because I beat a lot of them. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, I had a skill there, so I connected. But again, I, I think it goes back to, um, you know, inherently what's being beaten down and taught to us in schools. Oh, you're not allowed to connect. You're not allowed to, you know, you have to believe what we're telling you. And I, I just didn't see it. I don't see it. And it's this big lie. And I think we're all waking up to it. And I want to just say I appreciate you and I appreciate the platform. I mean, I watch a lot. I watch a whole bunch of you guys, uh, Brandon Tate, everybody, just so I can get a, a firm foundation and where I'm where I'm settled and how I'm thinking. And um, I think racism was lost years ago. And this is a whole another ball game. This isn't racism. This is control. Very well said. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you guys. Thanks, ABL. All right, now take care. You too. Wow, very, very good call. And shout out to all the kids, everybody watching. Shout out to the whole families watching me together. I appreciate y'all for doing that. All right, let's get to the next call. All right, man. What's happening? What's cracking? Everything's good. What's going on? Oh, man, not much, man. Just uh, sitting here contemplating everything that's going on in our country right now and i'm looking at this chad situation and i'm like this is this is like a parody movie (laughs) what's going on in Chaz is really ridiculous right so you have this group of people that pushed out they did they even push out the police or did the police just retreat that's what i want to know they left They, they retreated so how how much effort did that take not much. Right. And I'm wondering, what are the people in that community that live in that community? How do they feel about it? Or are they part of this whole group? No, nah, they're not. It's not good because these people, a lot of them, most of them, I say probably all of them don't live there. The people in the community are trying to call 911 and the response time is tripled after they got that precinct out. So it's like, you know, what are we doing? It, people in the community don't like it. And a lot of the businesses that are right there boarded up and left. So my question is, why did the police leave? Why did the police give in like that? Well, they're giving in in different areas. Well, their explanation was we're trying to de-escalate. So you you (laughs) de-escalate 
by abandoning the people within that community, they don't want to be there. If they don't want to be there with those people, then and, and they're just growing and, and they're expanding their city blocks or whatever, expanding their territory. How are they de- de-escalating? They're just letting things grow. Now, somebody yeah. somebody is saying that the mayor has told them to, told them to leave. So it wasn't even their decision. Matter of fact, I think the police chief came out and said that it was not my decision to leave. <clears throat> right. So this is my whole point behind that, right? So the if the police don't answer to the people, this type of thing is what happens. So now they answer to a mayor, one individual that's not even involved in that situation. Think the mayor cares about what's going on to those people that mm-hmm. live in, in those city blocks? No. Nah. So if... if if the police in any way had to answer to the people, they would have to go and um, handle their business. But now they got to make now if they go against the mayor, what what happens to them, to the police? I don't know what happens. <clears throat> See, that's that. And that's my exact point. Um, and, and, and what's going on in there with with those people and this rapper dude talking about he's uh, the new police and that that's not. That's not that's not even close to what freedom is. That's the opposite of freedom. You're talking about one guy pushed out or one group pushed out another group. Right. Which are the police, all the the the, uh, official authorities for that area. Then you have a a power vacuum and someone quick quickly fills it. And this that's that's complete ridiculousness, man. They're just uh, fulfilling a role uh, of the person that was there in the first place. Mm-hmm. So they're not doing anything progressive. They're not doing anything to advance anything. Right. So, and, and that, that's just not, that's not, that's not what it is, man. That's not even anarchy. People keep saying it's anarchy. That's not anarchy because there's rulers in there. You have rulers in there. Did you hear about uh, the gardens separated by race? Yeah, I saw that. that. That was crazy. And then, you know, the funny part was that, that you know, the, the, the local method came in there and started dancing around rolling on the ground in that whole segregated area. It's like, you know what? Nah, I'm claiming this for myself. I'm going to go in here and just play around like I'm a pig. Man, it just, it's just wild, man. But I also want to talk about this narrative about black-on-black crime, right? Like, this narrative about, it's real quick. Every, a lot of people have this narrative that when black people kill black people in black neighborhoods, no one cares. But there are people who cares. It's just the media don't shine light on it. So let's say, for instance, my mother has a daughter who's a gangbanger. My sister's a gangbanger, right? And so that kind of sparked her interest in trying to improve the situation. And so she did a whole documentary. Mm-hmm. She's put a lot of money into it. It's called Gang Girl, right? So it's chronicling her basically trying to get my, my sister out of that BS, and but she's not just doing that. She's going into the neighborhood. She's going into the uh, the projects, Jefferson Downs, the Nickerson Gardens. These are dangerous areas just to talk to different gang communities and see what's going on there. And there are a lot of gang interventions. I don't know, I don't know if you heard of Skip Townsend. Skip Townsend yeah. is heavily involved in trying to prevent and, and, and uh, stop black on black crime. Uh, you had Nipsey Hussle the day after he died. He was supposed to meet with LAPD. And Jay-Z or somebody to talk about trying to find a way to end black on black violence in the neighborhood. And now my sister is in New York 
working on gang intervention. She's a counselor out there now. She turned her life around, and now she's in Far Rockaway, New York. If anybody knows about Far Rockaway, New York, that's an extremely dangerous area. And my sister's out there every day trying to stop and, 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 and speak life into these kids because that's what they need. They need someone to speak life into them. And so that's happening. And my mother is, is doing all kind of programs. She has a program where, out in Chicago where she's trying to stop the violence in Chicago, right? First, she's dealing with the girls in Chicago that are involved in violence and involved in gangs. So, but she's not going to get highlighted. Well, right? I, 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 you know, we've got time constraints, so I'm going to say this. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Some people do care. Like, some people actually right. care. They're trying to do things in the community. You know, they're trying to mentor kids. They're trying to do gang intervention programs. I understand that. That's... I think we all know that, but the, but the problem is that it's not this real big national thing. Like what's going on right now with George Floyd created a national thing where everybody set up until notice because of one person that died while in police custody, the police killed him or whatever happened. It's one yep. person, but then the kinds of things we do where every single day, people don't really take notice nationwide. In the communities, it, it does matter to some people, yep. but not nationwide. You know, some no. people are mourning more for George Floyd than they did for their own grandparents when they died. That's what I'm seeing. And that's crazy. I, I agree with that. And so how do we get how how do we shine the light on that type of situation on you know, people like my mother, people like my sister, people like my uh, my 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 cousin? He is a shot caller for Inglewood family It's a blood gang. And he got together with a shot caller from Rolling 60s with Skip Townsend. And they're now talking about piecing it up. So how do we get and they're on YouTube doing this? So how do we get the light shine on that? The media is not going to cover it, bro. The media well, does not want people to know. I understand. Well, the, different the, well, to get it cracking. The, the main thing is that we got to just stop. We got to just get the kids, raise the kids properly. So they're not focused on the white man and the police, because that's the issue. People are focused in the wrong direction. They focus on the white man and the police rather than focusing on themselves in their community. You know, if we could just switch that, then you have more of a light shine on that because everybody focused to be where it's supposed to be rather than where it's not. We're, we're, we got an eye off the ball. The ball should be right where we live, our community, friends, and family. The ball is somewhere else that's not even really affect us. It's like the lowest hanging fruit. We got the biggest problem, like the gangs and whatnot, that we should be focused on more than what we are versus police brutality. It's an issue, but it's not as big as the most important thing. Hey, man, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Yep. All right. Shout out to my man, Snaps of the Gorilla, for the call. Yeah. You know, police brutality, it happens with how how common is it? In 2019, you had nine, count them, nine black people that were shot, killed while they were unarmed. And the majority of them were still dangerous. Just because you're unarmed does not mean you're also un you're not dangerous okay you could be armed and dangerous and also unarmed and dangerous if you high on pcp or whatever you six foot four 300 pounds or just straight muscle you have no gun but you're dangerous if you charge an officer and the officer is a woman she five foot six 200 not that you want it five foot six 140 pounds what's she gonna do i mean you're dangerous if you're unarmed you're an incredible hulk coming up against bruce banner or david banner pardon me so I'm thinking about Bruce Gender, but anyway, move on to the next thing. Okay, let's go. Seven six three, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hi, ABL. Is this is this ABL? Yes, it is. Who am I speaking to? Oh, hi. I'm Chris. Um, 
nice talking to you. Um, I am a college student, actually, and I am uh, just, like, looking at all these young people protesting, like, they literally have no life experience, and it's troubling to see that. And I'm wondering, like, what would be a step forward to helping, um, <clears throat> like, uh, I guess, bridge the gap between, like, people knowing what's actually going on and, like, I don't know if that makes any sense. So basically, some people just have no idea what's happening, no life experience, and the way that they behave is exemplary of that. If they were to have information, if they were to have knowledge, then they would not act that way. And then there are some people that understand what's going on, they have life experience, they have knowledge, and they act differently, they behave differently, they are different. So there's a gap in between these two groups. Am I pretty much correct? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, <clears throat> what would be a necessary step to take forward from here as a society? Um, like, with all this protesting and stuff going on, like, I've heard numerous sources, like like CNN, for example, they um, argue, like, where they provide a bunch of, like, that thing like oh this is so bad but they don't provide any um evidence about how to um go about changing things or um like what would be a step of moving forward um i think once you get to be college age it's kind of hard to try and change people i think um the best thing is for those of us that are listening to this call right now if you have kids or if you're young you're not you, you don't have kids yet or whatever the case may be when you have kids, teach them properly. You know, like I know, I don't have any kids myself, but you know, I got cousins and whatnot. And the main thing that their parents do, or if they, they go to public school, they, they, they debrief them when they come home. They give them the actual information or they do homeschool, whatever they can to make mm -hmm. sure that the kids know what's best. And that has to be kind of the thing that everybody does. So then when they go out there to the world, they're prepared for whatever comes their way. A lot of these kids are not really being raised properly. A lot of them are just kind of grown up like weeds rather than being tended to like flowers. You understand? They don't have care put in them. They just kind of get older. And then once they get to be, quote unquote, an adult age wise, they're still like a child mentally and they're easily manipulated. They're very malleable like clay. So that's the solution from my point of view is to raise kids properly. Because once they get to be, you know, 18, 19, 20, it can almost be too late. Now, one thing I will say is, I think it is incumbent upon all of us to speak out and say something. Don't necessarily try to evangelize the people and try to change them, but just put some seeds out there. Like my man, Brandon Tatum says, <clears throat> put seeds out there and maybe it'll grow in somebody's mind. Just say something. You don't got to try to argue. Just say something. Maybe it'll grow in somebody's mind. But the best way to go about this is to raise kids properly from the beginning. Oh, I appreciate that. Ideal. Thank you for your call. Definitely. I know my parents instilled that into me as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's, that's, I appreciate that. Yeah, I could tell because you're mature. You got your head on straight. That's that's what it's about, man. Thank you for your call. Thanks, ABL. All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah, you, you got you to gotta get these kids right from the jump. You know, I was right from the jump, you know, going to West Virginia. So seeing, you know, my grandparents and everybody, seeing my aunts, uncles, you know, and they, they put me, matter of fact, you know, you guys know I'm not, I'm not a Christian, but... When I was a kid, they, they put me in a um in a Christian preschool, actually. 
I have pictures too. I might show you pictures one day on Instagram. I got me and my and my little white shirt with I think I had a tie and you know I was like a, a fruit of Islam back in like 1988. <laughs> I had straight stance. You know, you gotta have the early. I'm talking about early, maybe even in the womb education, so you are right with your head once you get to be older. All right. All right, hey, caller. Who am I speaking Actually. to, caller? Caller. Caller, who am I speaking to? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. All right, man, what's going on? I'm doing great, brother. Good to hear from you. Hey, I got to tell you, you commented on one of my comments on your video yesterday. I felt like a celebrity. I can't believe I'm on the line. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, so some, of your, some of your, sorry, brother. Uh, some of your last callers were talking about uh, the schools. And I got to say, I'm a public school teacher um, out here in my city. I don't want to say where. Um, but I was out there at some of these protests, and I saw at least half of the people out there causing problems, they're all public school kids. They're high school age punks. So like smashing up cars, burning things. And I knew, I just wanna draw attention to the fact that the public schools have some responsibility for sowing the seeds for the resentment that these kids feel right now. They've been trained to believe that, you know, depending on what color you are, you're either oppressed or an oppressor. We've been training them. And that resentment is what's got people out there burning things in our, our country right now. What do you think about that? I believe you're right. Absolutely. Because that is where they get this kind of information from. And a lot of them are saying some of the same things, like verbatim, some of the same talking points, some of the key phrases. It's like, okay, I know where they learned that. If they're all saying the same thing, they're all kind of right around the same age. They got it from school. They get it from uh, popular culture, but really from the education system. And that is a big part of the problem public school and a lot of times in public school there's like no real guidance people don't really care and it's just kind of like like i was saying just just now they let these kids grow like weeds rather than flowers that are tended to and cared for they don't really care they just let them mm -hmm. kind of get older get bigger without any kind of real development and once you go to a private school or some kind of military school or something like that there's development there's care there's nurture there's uh an intention on preparing a child to become an adult rather than just being kind of a babysitter to have the child get older and then become of adult age. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We got to teach these kids about accountability and responsibility. My fear here is that uh, the, the 21st century push for education, uh, all the literature right now is about uh, systematically reducing accountability. And we wonder why we got these kids that can't read, can't do math, and they're out there acting a fool out in the streets right now. That's right. Hey, I got a question, another one for you. Uh, I know you're a, you're a Mr. T fan, right, Mr. Trump? Yeah. Um, I had a theory coming back even before he got elected. I said there is no way, there's no way that the deep state would allow Trump to get elected if they really had control. And I put one caveat on that. I said the only way they'll let him get in is if they plan to dump the economy on him. The economy has been in tatters since 2008, 2009. We've put some Band-Aids on it, but, I mean, it's been collapsing. Um, and, I mean, now when we look back in, back in retrospect, we got this COVID thing, and, you know, wherever you stand on that, it's we didn't need to tank the economy. I think it was an excuse, and I think they, they put up Mr. Trump as either a patsy, uh, somebody that they can blame it on, um, or – 
You know, he's either he's either part of the game. So I'm looking to this next election. I believe there's no way Trump could lose if the deep state is not in control. Um, and I think that'll be the tell for me. They'll either kick him out now and blame everything on him, the the country in shambles, or I think if they actually let him back in again, I don't know. I got to be a little more suspicious of the guy. How you feel about that? Well, I don't know. That's kind of like in the weeds for me. I think that. We're real in the weeds. Yeah, I think. It's, I mean, but I think that the situation with Trump is the deep state did not plan for him to win. They, I think they pretty much had Hillary in the bag. They already had some things that they were trying to do, trying to get accomplished. They, they were yeah. trying to get the, the Syria invasion going, Iran yeah. invasion going, but it didn't really work out too well. So I think this might have been kind of a, a monkey wrench thrown in their plans. Okay, yeah, I mean, that's definitely the other perspective. And, I mean, the last thing I'll say here is that I loved what Trump had to say about uh, getting out of the wars, making friends with Russia, and I think that one of the biggest tragedies, not just in our country, but for the world right now, is that we didn't get to follow through on that because Trump can't go have a meeting with Putin. He can't go sit down and have a meeting with Putin and see how we can you know, lead towards peace because you know what the media will do, right? Um, and I think that the media right now is doing the greatest disservice to the peace for the world by you know, slandering Trump for even if he wanted to have a diplomatic meeting with the guy, he can't because you know, everyone will attack him for it. That's right, man. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Hey, I appreciate you, sir. Thanks for your excellent work and have a wonderful night. All right, now. Take care. All right. Shout out to the call. I most certainly appreciate him. The number to call is 434. There it is. 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. The number is always in the description box, also in the ticker. And there's also an email for Skype. That's in the description box as well. Check it on out. Let me get to the next call. And that's going to be 321. You know the line I'm speaking to? Hey, ABL. Oh, my God. I'm so excited that I actually got to speak to you. <laughs> what's, what's going on? I just wanted to say that I have so much respect for you and what you're doing. Um, and I also wanted to point out, um, if you watch Miss McDaniels when she's accepting that Oscar award um, or the whatever award she won, and I don't know if I'm right about this, but I don't even think she was allowed to be at the um, the show to receive the award that she had to be somewhere else, right? Nah, she was there, but she was in a different part of the actual building. She couldn't be right where the rest of her cast was, but she was in the building. Yeah, and then if you watch her while she's receiving that reward, the level of humility that she has is like, it made me cry because I can't imagine being somebody who had to go through that real racism and segregation that was going on then, but she still had the humility and gratefulness that she had. And I have so much respect for her and her ability to do that in spite of everything that was going on. And, um, I just wanted to say that and tell you how much respect I have for you and what you're doing. Well, thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate it. Yeah. Have a good one. All right. Same to you. Bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. Yeah, I did see her acceptance speech, uh, Hattie McDaniel, when she got the Oscar. And yeah, it, it make you tear up. You know, I had one Indian tear right here. It didn't drop, but it was right there because, you know, 
her situation, her story was that her parents were both former slaves. So it was like, okay, you come from like your, your parents were like literally slaves, not your, your, your great, 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 great. Nah, your parents, your mom and dad were both slaves. Then they gained freedom. Then here you are, you become successful. You have a long radio career before God went to win. She was in radio doing very well. She was actually like a serious actress, did a lot of things, had a successful life. So to be the first black person to win an Oscar, you're talking about a, 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 a trendsetter, a, a groundbreaker, somebody that paved the way for other black actors to come and be successful as well. Okay, so when, when they're trying to cancel her, talking about, oh, we don't like the way she presented black, that's stupid because you got to have somebody to come out there and say, all right, I'm, I'm an actress, I'm black, I'm part of this country, here I am. And you, you, and you keep it progressing from there to the point now where we can do whatever we want. I think now we're going in the opposite direction. We're going back to segregation, back to separation and stuff like that. When her thing was about advancing forward, from that point we advanced forward, but now we're trying to go backwards. So yeah, that was a very good acceptance speech. And I think that if people see that, they understand what's really going on. Also, if they understand her story, they understand what's going on as well. But let me get to the next call. 928, you're on the line, who am I speaking to? Yeah, hello, ABL. Hello, how are you? Great. Oh, thank God I got on. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, you know what is 50 miles south of Seattle? What's that? One of the largest military bases in the United States. Ah. Uh. And uh, do you know what's on that base? No, I don't. Let me, well, let me, let me tell you. Um, we have... The, the first special forces group. Those are the Green Berets. The second battalion, 75th Ranger Regiment, the Rangers. Uh, we have the 17th Field Artillery Brigade. We have two brigades of the second infantry division, two infantry brigades. Do you know how long it would take an infantry brigade to take out a seven block area? instantly <laughs> maybe if they took the time maybe an hour right really i mean and 50 miles south of seattle yeah it's, so, it's right there what do you think i mean you know if it, if it comes to it if if that if that makes sense then it might it might pull the trigger i mean and i think at a certain point you got to consider it because there's no leadership from the mayor, the governor. They're not doing anything. It's pretty much just letting it go. The mayor got on TV and said, hey, it's a block party. It's a summer of love. Like, so she's not even really concerned about taking it down anytime soon. And they're talking about there have been rapes already. There have been assaults. Now, what if somebody actually, like, loses their life in there? Like, what's going to be what happens after? And it's, it's weird because just three weeks ago, everybody was losing their mind about you know, the virus, social distancing, you got to wear masks, gloves, hand sanitizer. But now you can literally take over an entire portion of the city and smoke crack, meth, heroin, do whatever you want to do in there. It's kind of weird. So at a certain point, it's got to come to an end. And that might be the result, bringing the troops and tear it on up. Yeah. And uh, just go ahead and, and Wikipedia. Uh, go, to, go on Wikipedia and look at uh, Joint Base. Uh, Lewis McCord, Fort Lewis and McCord Air Force Base, which is in Tacoma. All right. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate it.
Yeah, great call. Yeah, when them guys come in there, it's going to be a wrap. Them at TV people can't do nothing. You know, they like I'm seeing videos of guys literally cooking up crack. Like a guy had a spoon and was like, you know, cooking it up. So it's like you got that kind of stuff going on. What are they going to do against like trained military? Like, come on. If you see something like that, if you see like that, I'd be shocking off for real to see that on the streets. That'd be something never really seen before. All right. Let me get to my next call. Three six oh, you're the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello. Yes, who am I speaking to? Hey, this is uh, Gabe. It's very nice to meet you. Well, like, talk to you. Likewise, man. I'm really nervous. Oh, it's all very good, nervous. man. It's all good, man. What's what's going on? What's, what's on your mind? Uh, I just wanted to make a short statement about the Chaz stuff. Um, I'm from Olympia, and uh, and I think you can tell by the college in our town that the demographic that lives here. Um, they had a blockade maybe two years ago where they blocked a railroad for that whole... I don't know if it happened in the rest of the country, but it was for stopping like coal trains from coming into the port and whatever, but... So I've had a little taste of this, you know, Antipistan sort of stuff, and it just, it does not work out. These people are not really, like, intellectuals. They're not putting a whole lot of thought into it. I didn't put a lot of thought into it because I supported it at the time, but then I realized that I was just following my friends, you know. But And, uh, yeah, it lasted for about... Well, maybe even a week, and um, within an hour, a train had to come through, and they bulldozed it down. And nothing changed after that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But um, and it was just insanity. All these people. Were, there was like, there was kids as young as maybe thirteen, fourteen, coming to this blockade that was right next to the, one of the most dangerous places in Olympia, called the mouth of Olympia. Mm. which is the train tunnel that goes through downtown. And they were, you know, picking the mushrooms off the ground that were growing off the, you know, whatever is there, all the sewage and stuff, and eating them, trying to get high and stuff. Like, all of these, it was all, it was people from the tunnel, the homeless people had gone in there, and they supported it just because, you know, it was shelter. You know, right. they didn't really care. There And, not to mention that, there was... I took I took this into account even then when I was supported it that there was one person of color there. <laughs> one. one. Oh man. And the rest of them were just you know teenage white white dudes white kids and stuff. Right. Part of the punk scene they just were it was more about camaraderie than actual politics, and I think that's what this is about. The memory will be more about remembering, like, a all the fun times we had, you know, just messing around, rather than accomplishing anything. Right, yeah, of course, because I'm seeing videos now, and they are pretty much about to be done, because I don't see anything happening, there's a bunch of quarreling going on, and uh, if the military comes in, then it'll really be a wrap. So yeah, it, it won't it won't be anything that to get accomplished. But that's usually the case of things like this. It, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just 
I think it's just funny. <laughs> Not <laughs> hey, no lie. Nah, I'm with you, man. But hey, thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate you. Oh, totally, man. And I, I just want to thank you for because your channel and people like yeah, people like you and Officer Tatum and Larry Elder and his education and all those people really helped me to realize like what I was supporting, you know. Yeah, man. It's all, it's all about education, man. Because some people just don't know, and once you get educated, then you had that power. So, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad we can help you, man. Thank you. God bless you. I got. God bless you. Thank you. All right. Shout out to the caller. Great call. All righty. I got a little bit of time left. I'm gonna get to a couple more calls, and then I'm gonna read super chats, and then I'll be out. But I probably got about another 25, 30 minutes of reading super chats and whatnot. So let's get to a couple more if I'm able to. And if you were not able to get on, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. I didn't do it. Blame blame the white man, cause that's it's his fault. Okay. Six two eight. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey ABL, how are you today? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing quite well. This is Marina calling you from Los Angeles, California. Alrighty, what's going on? Now, I was uh, checking online because there's really on Facebook nobody's really talking about the Atlanta thing, and I picked it up from your show. And I started looking it up. I started going in, started looking for it. And the mainstream media, the mainstream media saying that he was an unarmed man that was shot while he was running away. Oh, uh, no, totally wrong. Because absolutely, he, he, he had a taser that he stole from the officer. That's actually an arm. You can kill somebody with a taser. So, yes, he was armed. He didn't have a gun, but it doesn't mean he was unarmed. Right. Now, the thing is that, just like you said, you can see it plain as day because I did get to see it. However, they don't really show all of it. And then whenever they show it, they show you just a little piece of it when they were, you know, pushing on him, when they were, like, you know, struggling with him. But they don't show him, like, beating them up. And they don't show, you know, the, the, the actual shooting, the time when he turns around and shoots. So they only show certain pieces. And then right after they show that, they show the uh, mayor saying that it was an unjustified shooting and that both of the policemen have been uh, released. And then they go into another video where they show you other kids getting tased, you know, because they were college students. They were leaving the protest, George Foreman, uh, the George um, um, Floyd, Floyd uh, protest. And, uh, you know, they show those kids getting tased in their car and whatnot. So they kind of like do a double ninja on you. Yeah. You know, yeah. they, they, like they show you videos of other people getting mouth, you know, treated badly. And then they, you know, they mold it in with this. Yeah, of course. That's pretty much how the mainstream media operate nowadays. It's unfortunate. I wish they wouldn't do it, but it's how they do. You know, so I'm not surprised at all. But that's 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 their whole thing. Anything that looks like it could be kind of suspicious, they just blow it up, even if it's not. I mean, what we saw on camera was what it was. And what they said before, he was resisting, strike one, strike two was, took the taser, and then he's running. Uh, they're chasing him, trying to apprehend him. They haven't shot him. If they wanted to shoot him, they wouldn't have just, you know, they wouldn't be chased when they wanted to shoot him. They were trying to apprehend him normally. And then he turns around with the taser. So at that point, when he, when he turns around with the taser, they have to shoot him because if he's able to if he's able to fire the taser successfully, he can disarm the officer. Now he has the gun. Now he can not only shoot the officer, perhaps his partner, himself, or other innocent people. So, you know, they are just simply being dishonest, and that's really all it is to it. And the mayor is ridiculous. Has no does does not have the police officers back, and that could be why the police chief resigned. 
because it was like, why should I be here anymore? You guys don't have my back. I'm not able to do what I got to do. My officers are pretty much left, you know, up to creep with no paddle. So I'll quit. Yeah, so the protests are now uh, getting riled up. They're all getting riled up because they're watching the news. And the news is calling and is spinning it the way I just told you. They don't say that he beat, you know, that he was punching them. Because I saw the video, and he was punching them. Uh, I mean, he was punching them. He was sitting on top of them and punching them when he grabbed the gun and took off. Right. But they don't tell you that. They don't tell you how badly he was beating on them. And then now the protests are going on. Because they're showing somebody else's video. This one guy that was there, he's like, why did you have to shoot him? He wasn't doing anything. He didn't have no gun. Why did you do it? Oh, your career's over. I got you on video. You're going to be, you know, and how did, why did you kill him? You shouldn't have done it, you know? So they show you those kind of videos, but they don't show you and that would be great. the entirety of the other one. And just, I mean, you're playing it you're, the way that you said it is exactly what I saw on video, period. If you, I saw the video before I saw mainstream media. Right, exactly. You know? So if you go by video first and then check out mainstream media, they don't jive. They don't go together. You don't see them you don't see them the same way. They don't you don't you don't get you know so what I did was I started, you know, emailing and, you know, sending information to all my friends and they were like, What? I didn't even hear wait, wait, wait you know, so now everybody's on it, obviously. But now I you know, I kind of you know, beat them to the story and I told it to them the way that you and I are talking about it. So, you know. Right. That the protests are up. They're starting. They're starting up now. Yeah. They've already started, but they're starting to get riled up. So it's nighttime, and you know I don't know how bad they are right now. Well, hopefully everything gets calmed down pretty soon. But I thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Absolutely. Good night. God bless ABL. All right, God bless you. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. Okay, that'll be a wrap for the call for me tonight. I'm sorry if you're not able to get on. Try, try again tomorrow. Not tomorrow, pardon me. Um, I'll be live again on Wednesday. I'm live Wednesday from 8 p.m. Eastern to 11 p.m. Eastern. Saturday, same time, 8 p.m. Eastern to 11 p.m. Eastern. And I'm also live on Brandon Tatum's channel. That'll be Thursday from 8 p.m. Eastern to 10 p.m. Eastern or thereabout. We might do 8 to 11. It depends on what's going on. If we got a lot of topics or whatever. But, um, yeah, I'll be all over TV, other people's streams, debates, whatever. And, of course, I always produce um, content here, pre-recorded all throughout the week. And I got my website, anthonyblogan.com, where I do written content as well as post my videos on there. And I got merch, of course. I got the hats. Uh, that's on ablmerch.com. There's links for everything in the box. If you want to donate, Patreon, PayPal, whatever, if you want to, that's fine. It's okay. And shout out to all Super Chats, Marie, Super Chats, right quick. And you wrap it on up, put a bone on the top. Uh, thank you all for being. And don't go nowhere yet. I got Super Chats to read. And of course, like the video. We got 4.6 thousand likes on the video. That's fantastic. Let's get to 5,000 likes. That'd be a really good number for me to hit right now. All righty. Let's go to um, the Super Chats. Thank you to real Bethany, real life Bethany Ray Parmy, who says, keep speaking truth and talking about facts. Will do. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Denise S for becoming an ABO supporter. Most certainly appreciate it. Thank you to uh, New Wave Bossa Nova, who says, great stream, Trump 2020. Absolutely. <clears throat> Excuse me. Shout Thank you to, hold on, chopping with Shane of the talk show, who says, voice chopping, everything is good. Thank you to Sean Jones, who says, ABL, thanks, great content. Thank you for that. Shout out to Red Dog, who says, what do I drink for a dry cough? I don't know, man. You might got that virus. <laughs> no, I'm playing. Uh, get, some, get some water, really. It could be dehydrated. But thank you for your donation. Shout out to Alice 
Alice, I said Elise. Alice <laughs> Cersei for your donation, who says, keep up the great report and thank you for your donation. Shout out to my name is Thurgood, who says, Ferguson Effect. Yes, you're seeing Ferguson Effect happening right now. I am 36 years old. Well, I'm 35, I'm 36 in September. So I'm 35 years old. Shout out to uh, Beth Marie Evans, who says, listen to Mr. N. King, Marxism is dangerous. Yes, it is. Thank you to Mr. Tix, who says, how are the leftist media, me, how the leftist media's activities not criminal at this point? You know, that's a very good question because they're riling up stuff. They're giving you fake information. And what they're doing is directly leading to violence in the street. So at a certain point, it should be criminal. Yes. Thank you to T-Bone who says, let the Confederate Confederados keep statues safe in Brazil. Shout out to Alicia Cat who says, crack heroin amphetamine zone. Laughing emoji. God bless you. Thank you for that. That's what I was saying earlier. You know, you guys know about Chaz up there in Seattle, a.k.a. Seattle, C-H-A-Z. They say Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. I say crack heroin amphetamine zone. How about that? Same thing, ain't it? But let's get to the next super chat. Thank you to Scott Brumley who says, keep up the good work, ABO. Most certainly will. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Deck Ape who says, Malcolm X, I feel his message. Vote on deaf ears in the black community. Unfortunately, I think it might have. Shout out to Patty Potato who says, awesome work on RT, ABL. God bless you, dude. Thank you for your donation and your very kind words. Shout out to Mick Sub who says, watch the Atlanta video. If the cop was allowed to use a rear naked choke, then that man would still be alive. Watch the Gracie video on why police need blood chokes. Exactly. You know, that's a very good uh, super chat. And that goes to the point of all these knee jerk reactions. Oh, they can't do this. They can't do that. That comes people that don't know about police and they don't know about fighting at all. They see one incident where it appears to be one way. So they throw baby out the bathwater. They say, okay, no more of this because of one incident where it may have gone apparently wrong, potentially wrong. I don't even really know. That's like saying, okay, if one person gets shot that shouldn't have been shot, then police shouldn't have guns. It's the same thing in my humble opinion, because you're taking away important tools to get the job done. Okay, but thank you for your donation. Shout out to Shadows of a Name for becoming an ABO supporter and for also donating. Thank you for that. Shout out to Pedro Guzman, the third part of me, who says, debate Abba and Preach. I'm with it. I commented on their video. So, hey, if anybody, if Abba and Preach are listening, if any of their fans are watching, you can clip this right here. Abba and Preach, let's have a debate. Let's have a Skype talk, a Zoom call, whatever you want to do, we can do it. You know, and I appreciate you guys for, you know, reacting to my video. It's all good. It's no hate. I think you guys are great. I actually watch some of your stuff. I'm not necessarily subscribed, but I watch some of your stuff. You guys are cool. So, you know, we can disagree, have a debate, and it could all be good. Let's do it. Shout out to Phoenix Rising for the donation. I appreciate you. Shout out to Mike from Queens who says, civil rights activism hijacked by socialists. Absolutely. Unfortunately, thank you to Upbeat Forever. I love my country for becoming a member of the ABO squad. I appreciate that. Thank you to Nightwing9690, pardon me, who says, Hey, ABO, did you catch David Dorn's funeral service? What did you think? Do you think this exposes the hypocrisy of Black Lives Matter? And what's up with the two mysterious black guys hanging from trees in SoCal? I did not see the funeral service. I saw some pictures from it, but I didn't see the actual service. And Black Lives Matter, they, I think at this point, are pretty much a political arm. Uh, they have political aspirations. They they, they want to support things that aren't really going to help the people in the community that they purport to help. And as far as the black guys hanging from trees, I don't think there's no lynch mob. Like, you know, to, to lynch somebody takes a lot more than just, you know, one guy. When it's a lynch mob, it's like a lot of people that come and get you. To And people are heavy and try to hang them from a tree. That's probably a suicide. That's what's going on with that. You know, because 
let's be clear, when this virus hit, I think in Knox County, Tennessee, there was like eight suicides in 48 hours or something crazy like that. So I think it's just mostly suicide. It ain't, you know, I don't think there's no lynch mob going on. But thank you for your donation. Shout out to Plugged In, who says I have solid questions, still trying to get through. I'm sorry, man, if you can't get on, but the phone lines were hot as bacon grease tonight. Shout out to Hair Revenge, who says keep it up with the emoji. Appreciate you for that. Shout out to Purple Eyes 8088 for the donation. Thank you to Tease Retro Reviews, who says you hear Howard Stern under fire for blackface. <laughs> yeah, I think I did hear about that, but that ain't nothing new. And also for saying the N-word over and over and over and over and over again during some kind of comedy routine. But that's just Howard Stern. I ain't worried about that. Shout out to Wayne Bowen for the Super Chat emoji. Says, you are amazing. Thank you for your very kind words and donation. Shout out to Tyler Ward, who says, hi, ABL. Thanks for the logical, informative vids in this crazy time. Thoughts on the Tony Temple police body cam footage. Love from the UK. Now, I saw that. I think Tony Temple is the white person that was knelt on for like 12 minutes by the police out there. What was it, in Dallas, Texas or somewhere? Somewhere. But anyway, he died similar to similar to George Floyd, but there was no real big outcry for him because he was the wrong color, unfortunately. White cops, white guy, who cares? White cops, black guy, it becomes a national riot and everybody wants to tear stuff apart. Even if the officer didn't do anything wrong, even if, I'm not saying he didn't, but even if he didn't, it doesn't matter. Tear it apart. Just like what's going on right now, they had to, um, they, they, they set their windows on fire Remember I told you earlier in Atlanta where the cops had shot that guy with the taser? Now the Wendy's is on fire where he got shot at. So let's forget all the workers that work there. Let's forget the person that owns it, probably a black person that's a proprietor of the Wendy's. Oh, let's forget about that. Burn it up because we're mad. Shout out to Devontae Sanders for your donation who says everyone in the Chaz area will know what communism feels like. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Thank you for that. Shout out to Harley Ryder 1 who says... Look, I'm white as rights. It's time to stop letting the left use race as a tool to make us hate each other. I'm with you 100%. Shout out to Jack Bacon, who says, John Wilkes Booth was the first Antifa. Oh, man. Talk about that. Thank you for that. Shout out to T-Bone, who says, everyone American needs to visit and experience real Confederate culture in Brazil. All colors of people, old American culture is to see not just the flag. Thank you for that. Shout out to Horsemaster, who says, CNN and MS-13 DNC only talk to people who agree with them. They're afraid to talk to people like you. Yes, it's pretty much what it is because they want they want one narrative to be out there. They don't want to talk to me because something else gets out there and they can't really have that. It messes up the whole thing. Thank you to Grace Roman for your donation. Thank you to a real man who says, what do you think of Kyrie Irving saying if the NBA plays this summer, only 20 players will be quote unquote getting paid. And so even though he's one of those 20, he's not coming back and being used. Um, I did not hear about the whole getting paid thing. He probably just means like the top paid guys. I mean, that's dumb though, because even if you're not a top paid guy, you still get paid. You, you, won't, you won't be doing it for free. You know, you guys got contracts. You can't just not get paid. And he is just kind of a weird person in general. I don't know about Kyrie. It's dumb to say that you shouldn't come back because a lot of these guys are feeding their whole family, not just, you know, their wife, kids. I'm talking about the mama, the grandmama, the uncle, everybody. Um, Bart Scott, when he was playing with the NFL, and NFL, NFL guys make much less than NBA guys, he said when he was playing, he took care of five different households. Households. I'm talking about mom, dad, kids, grandma. Five households in the NFL with a lot less money than the NBA. So think about the NBA guys. I mean, these guys got their whole family taken care of. Come from the hood with no money. You are the top earner, the most successful 
Now they say, oh, don't play because black lives. Come on, man. It might go time for that. For real. People still got to eat regardless of what you're trying to do as far as the protest is concerned. And it might got time, time for no dumb stuff. You, you've been playing your whole life, trying to be in the NBA. You made it and you've been in your fifth year. Now here comes this moron talking about don't play because of Black Lives Matter, please. Anybody shut in. Anyway, thank you for your donation. Shout out to Emily Murray who says, thank you for taking my call. Hope to be as brave as you and sharing my thoughts with others and make you more subs. Hey, thank you for your donation. Definitely appreciate you and your very kind words. Shout out to, thank you to Diesel Patches who says, anyone else find that ironic that Black Lies, L-I-E-S, I said that, not him. Uh, matter founder Alicia Garza is pro-choice. Planned Parenthood has killed over 130,000 babies from 2012 to 2016. Yeah. I mean, not surprised at all. And also, what, uh, 21 to 23 million black babies since 1973 Roe v. Wade. And that's fine, right? Black Lives Matter, I can't tell. When do they matter? When they just killed by a white person? Is that it? Thank you for your donation. Thank you to Free B4 who says, hey, ABL, did you read the article about the UCB professor I dropped on Facebook? I've not seen that. I'll check it out, though. Thank you for your donation. Thank you to my man, Sushi, who says, Dan Bongino did a great job in Congress. Big shout out to the leftists in Chaz, building walls and using, quote unquote, assault style weapons, <laughs> unquote, big two-way fans. Exactly. Immediately, what did they do? Build a wall. But they're, they're the same ones that say, oh, no walls, no borders, nobody's illegal. I can't tell from what you're doing. People getting deported. <laughs> they got walls up. They got the walls guarded with arms, although they're against Second Amendment, but they want to use it for their own purposes. Thank you to John Burgess, who says, how to make a $100 donation. You just did it right there. Have bought T-shirts, but would like to make a cash donation. Hey, you, you're doing it right here, man. Thank you for your donation. I definitely appreciate you. Shout out to Tess, who says, how would you suggest educating liberal family members who refuse to hear an opposing political view help? They won't speak to us anymore because of it. I don't don't force anything like that, honestly, because all you're going to really do is just kind of make them upset. Um, I would just kind of like like I was saying earlier, just plant little seeds. And if they grow, they grow. If they don't, they don't. But don't force it. OK, that's all you can really do. If they're open to hearing what you got to say, maybe they'll hear you. But if not, then they're not going to do anything. Thank you to say hi, who says Appen will be the next mayor of Chaz. <laughs> Shout out to hold on. I kind of skipped ahead a little bit here. Let me see. Shout out to Stymie who says, ABO, hook up with the Dinesh D'Souza before you write your book and learn from him. Hey, I, I love to. Most certainly. Thank you for that. Thank you to D. Wicken for becoming an ABO superstar. Member of the channel. Thank you to Dakota Thomas who says, I messaged you on Skype because I don't know how you work with the calls. Great show. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. But I tell you what, I never read Skype at all. All I do is just push the button when I'm on the show. If you want to contact me about something that has like any kind of information in it, just email. That's the best way and I get a lot of emails, so I try to get them as much as I can, but I'm able to see it right there. That's contact at anthonyblogan.com. And my website has everything on it. All my snail mail, my contact for email, my social media, everything's on there. So if you want to get in contact with me, go to my website. It's right there. All right. Thank you to OG Dan for the donation who says, Chaz has taken almost eight blocks, and it's crazy. So now they're up to eight blocks. Okay. They called in the guard to help unemployment, WTF. I live here and we need help. Thanks for the common sense, ABO. Much love. Thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you to Talix001 who says 3.5K watching ABO, 308 watching Adam Carolla. <laughs> Thank you for that, man. Definitely appreciate it. Hate to see it, man. Thank you to Susan Tully for becoming a member of the ABO squad. Thank you to GS who says your grace and reason is appreciated during this insanity. Thank you. Thank you for your very kind words. Shout out to Already Then who says heart ABL. 
Shout out to Rami Entertainment who says, hey, ABO, did, you, did the big homie come through with that 2K? I've not heard from him. But if, it, you know, if, if you're listening, boss, you want to donate the 2000 my, my email's on the website. We can get it done. It's all good. I ain't got that bankroll. I'm trying to get a crib. Thank you for holding us down. Hey, it's all good, man. Thank you for that. I think it says Trump 2020 with the fists in the pound. All right. Thank you to Jedi Just King Sword for the donation with the with with the tea or, or the drink right there in the emoji. Thank you for that. Shout out to Travis who says confused Australian in the 90s. The word and the N word was cool. Now it gets you fired from your job. Sad times of your work. ABO. Well, you it's cool if you black, not if you white. That's all. Or any other non-approved color. You know, you could be Hispanic and look white like Jennifer Lopez and say it, and that's fine. But you can't be looking like uh, Steve Jobs. You, you see what I'm saying? It's weird, but whatever. I just don't say any, I don't use any kind of words like that. So, it's no confusion. Thank you to 8 Gorilla for your donation. Shout out to Michael Lowe for the donation who says, thank you for getting the truth out. Hey, can't do nothing else. Shout out to Zorge Rap who says, good show, ABO. Thank you for your donation. Shout out to Jonathan Kingsword who says, ABO, what y'all think about Kashama Savat, Seattle City Council member going after Jenny Dunk, um, Durkin, mayor of Seattle? What was the problem? I feel like they're on the same page, really. Kashama Savat is a far leftist extremist and Jenny Durkin's like, oh, it's fine. Summer of love. Let them do whatever they want to do. So I don't see why they really butt heads. Maybe Kashama wants to be the mayor. So she's trying to attack the current mayor. Political games being played. I can't really tell. Thank you for your donation. Thank you to Nature Boy Alfie who says media is to blame for hate crimes, especially white folk. Excuse me. The quote, the veteran cemetery sniper Sheldon Francis, he got upset about Amar Arbery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I saw that where black dude shot two elderly white people in a cemetery and then they found out he was upset about Amar Arbery on a social media. I mean, just totally innocent, just visiting. I think there might have been their son or something that had died and they would do that religiously. They would do that like as a routine every morning. Crazy. In their late 80s, died from being shot. Shout out to Sparky, who says there should be a statue of George Floyd, not for causing police reform, but for anti COVID-19. Yeah. Like I was saying, just as soon as George Floyd happened, the people that were screeching about stay home, save lives just stopped overnight. You had protests, five, 10,000 deep. They're talking about, oh, it's more cases, more hospitalizations. But where's, where's the more deaths, though? I've not seen more deaths. Have you? And you would think that there'd be more deaths. Well, you know, you got protests at 10,000 people. 25,000, where were all the deaths at? It's not happening. Why? I wonder. Thank you to Monster Blood who says, you give me hope and restore faith in humanity with the heart emoji. Thank you for that. I most certainly appreciate you guys. All righty. Thank y'all for being here. Hey, and we got 5,000 likes. Shout out to y'all for doing that. We met our goal. Now I got to go and wrap it on up, put a bow on the top. Shout out to the mods. You guys are great. And if you saw me on RT, thank you for joining me right now. I'm going to try to do that some more. If they call me and say, hey, come on, TV, ABL, let's do it, I'm, I'm, I'm with it. You know, if they want to keep putting um, whoever they want to put in front of me to debate, it, it doesn't even really matter. I'll, I'll debate anybody, anytime. I, I've debated so-called scholars, uh, lawyers, uh, regular normies. It don't even really matter. You know, from UK, from Russia, from America, whatever. All righty. Thank you to my moderators. You guys do a great job. You got Ansel. We got Killer Sushi, we got Michelle A, we got Bill from the Hills, we got True Helper, we got Liza Jean, we have, um, who, we got, did I say Bill from the Hills? We got everybody in here. We got Shreep, True Helper, 
Uh, we had Cambone. I think I saw Cambone earlier. You guys are great. Thank you to all the mods. I couldn't do it without you guys because you got a lot of nut jobs who want to act crazy in the comments. Some trolls, only a handful of trolls. You guys are, I'm telling you, you guys are the best audience on the internet. Don't y'all forget that. All right, again, I'll be back live on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern to 11 p.m. Eastern, and then Saturday from same time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Eastern, and then I'll be live on Brandon Tatum's channel on Thursday. Every Thursday night, we're going to do it consistently. Every Thursday night, starting at 8 p.m., probably about 10 p.m., maybe 11 p.m., depending upon what's going on, all Eastern time. All righty, that'll be a wrap. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. In peace.